again. We are back. Welcome, welcome, everybody. It is Steve. I'm with my man. Eddie. <laughs> right. Uh, we got another special <laughs> guest with us today. <laughs> a good old friend. Um, uh, just a quick introduction. Uh, you've heard his verse, uh, You've heard his voice before. Uh, he was on our second episode. I believe. Second episode, right? Yeah. 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 Some would say your favorite guest so far. Yeah. About, yeah, yeah. Sort of. Sort, sort of. of. Yeah. Yeah. If we go by ratings, <laughs> <laughs> us two alone are definitely last. So I think you were second on the top. So yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Right? Maybe. Yeah. Close. Maybe. Close. It was yeah, a close, close second. Maybe. Well, anyways, <laughs> Kevin, welcome. Right, welcome back, brother. <laughs> Glad to be back. So you know, since the last time we spoke to you, last time if people follow us uh, and you've heard everything this is your first episode if you go back to hanging with the vet this when we uh interviewed kevin panetta oh yeah. uh, he was hanging out with us since then though i think uh a lot has changed in your life has it no no nothing's changing your life <laughs> nothing big no, i don't think so <laughs> oh i had a baby uh, <laughs> you you had the baby I, yeah, yeah we, we are a unit <laughs> we had a baby. <laughs> right. So right. I had a baby. <laughs> you went to the hospital, I, right? I, I, t- I was there. <laughs> <He> was I, <laughs> was there. <laughs> I tell people that we, we do a lot of work to make the baby. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah, we <laughs> do. <laughs> yeah. Initially. It depends uh, if it's an accident or not. If it's on purpose, what? guys, then. Well, you're like a. Sometimes I, get, like cr- sometimes I get cramps. <laughs> <laughs> you're like a Happy New Year's uh, sex life. Like, hey, you, uh, Ten to one, Happy New Year's done. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like Al Bundy. Happy New Year's <laughs> birthday. Yeah. yeah. Like Pe- Peggy, uh, one episode, of Peggy, like she goes, Al, you know, can can we, you know, you know, she's always trying to have sex with Al. Yeah, yeah. And, and marry with children. And he's always running. And from he finally it. agrees. Like, okay, fine, we'll do it. Say, yeah, but not a Happy New Year's sex, <laughs> where you tell for ten to one, and that's it. <laughs> you know what's funny is. I think when uh, Married Children came out, everybody was like, bro, this guy's life sucks. But if you really look at Al Bundy. You saw the house? He had a house. He had a house. Big house. Big house, yeah. yeah. Hot wife. Uh (laughs) Two kids. Yep. And a dog. Dog. And a dog. Stable life. Yeah, and he was a shoe salesman. He was a shoe salesman. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't own. (laughs) He was a shoe salesman. Women. In the mall. In the mall. (laughs) He afforded a home (laughs) and supported a family on a shoe salesman. In Chicago, right? In Chicago. In Chicago. In the suburbs of Chicago. (laughs) 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 Reality TV, guys. That That show is a cult classic, man. Yo, yo, no, ma'am. This can go back to probably towards the end of this episode, like shit that couldn't be played these days. Okay, we'll do that. Yeah, right. That's an easy one. That's an easy one. Oh, that's a super <laughs> easy one. We'll get into that, yeah. Any Mel Brooks film <laughs> ever? <laughs> we'll get into that. <laughs> Tropic Thunder, even from like 10 years ago. Yeah. All yeah. right, so yeah. So, <laughs> new baby. New baby, man. How old? Uh, turned two months last Sunday. So, I'm the 20, born on De- uh, December 23rd. December 23rd. Oh, that baby's close. birthday is going to suck. Yeah, right. Oh, oh, no, no. I have put out that disclaimer for everybody already. My kid gets two gifts from you. Ah. Uh, my kid y- okay. Gets a, my that's kid that's for everybody else, not oh, for you okay. guys, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for <laughs> you. You're going to yeah. be like us. Look, our kids are, my, my oldest is five oh. years old. Yeah. We haven't bought him a Christmas gift yet. Because <laughs> 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 everybody's going to buy him gifts anyway. Oh, okay, yeah, I get what you're saying. So we'll do change the label from Santa. To mom and Bob. the biggest one from mom and Yeah. They can't, they can't read yet. Yeah. <laughs> they ain't with that reading shit. <laughs> can't can't com- they don't know how to conversate. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Grandma and Grandpa didn't get me anything this year. Again. Again, right? This year. <laughs> <laughs> and they, the grandparents are walking and the kids are all mad at them for no reason. I love you. Fuck you. I don't know. He needs a nap. He needs a nap. What can I say? So, yeah, man. So, two months. What was that baby's name? Nathan. 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 Like, like the hot dog. Damn, bro. <laughs> really? 
I hadn't thought about it enough, but yeah, just like the hot dog. Well, all right, so who named uh, you or you or your wife? Who won? There we go. Actually, no, no. I think we both agreed on Nathan. Really? Okay. Yeah. Hmm. We, uh, we wanted to make sure. Wasn't w- too Spanish? Yeah, kind okay. of. Yeah, to tell the truth, I think, like, especially being, like, down here in South Florida. Right. You got these people with, like, really unique names. Yeah. That only work in South Florida. And I think Like Cubans, do, you mean? Well, not, even <laughs> just, not, not even just Cubans. It's just most ethnic populations. Like, you guys ever seen that documentary, Freakonomics? No. no. I heard about it, but not. Okay. They have a... A segment in there where they talk about how they send out the exact same resumes to different jobs um, uh, one with a regular name uh-huh. not ne- not necessarily mm. ethnic just a regular name so something that would be just like you know uh daniel smith right. Boom. you can't really tell you know the, the ethnicity of this person and then another one with a unique name you know maybe a little uh different spelling right right something that'll stand out the majority of the time uh that daniel smith got the call before the unique name would okay and that's something i didn't want to have to maybe burden my kid with in the future okay huh i hear you saying that i had a i can't remember what job this was way back in the day but there was like a female um like executive coming in to talk to us about something and she said that on all of her resumes she would put only her initials instead of her full name to represent like you don't know if it's a if it's a female or a male name it's like Hmm. jb and then her last name and then she would get a lot more responses from that because now nowadays everything is social media so they'll just look you up look you up yeah. back in the day it was just you had a piece of paper with the name and then they found out you were a woman based upon the interview and like by that time it was they liked right. you or exactly yeah, at I, least you had the opportunity so yeah i get what yeah, you're yeah. saying but i think she was doing it based off gender or off her name gender oh, gender gender yeah. but again her name was like more effeminate than like, like janice or exactly something. Yeah, right yeah. but i thank god my parents didn't give me like a pure like haitian yeah. name i mean i'm i'm yeah. oh. God, I'm thankful for that, man. Yeah, like my, my best friend's name is Shavlin. <laughs> okay. It's spelled C-H-A-U-V-E-L-I-N. Yeah. You know, like, when you're like, man, Chapulin. I mean, like, you like yeah. look at it like. Trying to figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, he had a real Haitian name. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I get it, man. I get it. I wanted one syllable names for my kids. Like Max, Sam. Something strong. Just, you know, just, yeah. Mac, I wanted Mac for my kid, but not. Because uh, I had a sergeant in the Army. His last name was Strong. And I never knew his first name. And I, like, hey, Sarge, you know, what's your first name? Mac. Like, God, that Mac, Mac Strong, man. <laughs> what a perfect <laughs> name, man. Real American hero. <laughs> <laughs> what a perfect name. Yeah, right? you know? And ever since, I, I fell in love with Mac, but I, I didn't win Joshua. That's what I got. That, okay, you <laughs> didn't win Joshua's that one. a good name. Oh, yeah. Like, it's a strong name. Yeah. And I think, it, I honestly do think. I never thought about that, though. It's smart, though. Yeah. You know, I was talking to, right before we had our Joshua, you know, I have a 21-year-old, and we, his name is Andres. Uh, we gave him a Spanish name. Um, but right before we had our Joshua, um, I went on a, on, a, on a double date with, uh, with Roxanne and her husband, Ryan. And we went out to, we went out to dinner, and we're hanging out, and then we're talking about our, the names, the kids' names, right? And her first, her oldest son's name is Sean, and they wanted to name him Rocco. I think I remember, yeah. Rocco yeah. is mm-hmm. what they wanted to name him. And... and he, they got like made fun of by the family. Hey, Rocco, you know, like the the whole deal. Because they're right? New Yorkers too, right? Yeah. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But they they really wanted that name for the kid, and they didn't name him because of all the like right. stigma or whatever. Yeah. And they named Shami or whatever. It's, it's a good name, and uh, and and they but they still hated that they didn't go with what they wanted for their kid. Okay. You know, yeah. and uh, that's kind of how we. That's kind of when we decided to have the second. So we had already decided on Joshua for the first by the time we heard this from them. Mm-hmm. 
By the second one, um, we didn't know it was going to be a boy or girl yet, and we were deciding names. And I, like I told you, I wanted Mac. Right. So since Karina had decided Joshua for the first one, she said, listen, our next kid. It's on you. It's on you. You name him whatever you mm-hmm. want. And I'm glad she let, allowed me to. And, and I wanted Mac. And sure enough, when I, we started telling people if it's a boy, it's gonna be, his name is going to be Mac. And it was going to be M-A-C-K. Like, people started talking crap, you know? Yeah. And I was, you know, I'm going to stick to my guns on this one. This is the name I want for my kid. And, uh, I mean, it turned out to be a girl, and I, I wanted Ellie already for the girl from b- the movie Up. Okay. The, the wife's yeah, name yeah. is Ellie, and I, and I fell in love with it. But, uh, you know, whatever you want from your kid, yeah, screw the world, man. No, I, I remember you telling me that story about Roxanne. I think way, actually, when I think I told you that we were expecting a kid, you were like, you know, stick to whatever name you want to give them. We got some uh, pushback from family because, you know, some of them don't speak English. It's hard to say the word, yeah. And it's hard to s- pronounce the name yeah. Nathan. Nathan. How, how do they? Yeah. yeah. They, we gave them middle name, which is uh, my middle name in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be talking about kids, too, by the way. <laughs> 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 uh, my, uh, so his name is Nathan Jadir. Right. So they're like, oh, we can't pronounce his first name. We're like, well, we'll just call him by his middle name. Right, right. Like, no, we want to call him by his name. I was like, so learn how to say Nathan. <laughs> yeah. Well, Joshua is hard for my family. What do they do? Like a Yash? Or well, they have Joshua. Joshua. They'll do uh, Joshua. Uh-huh. My grandma has like an N at the end for some reason. Joshuan. You know, like, I, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and, then, and then we call him Joshi, you know, for yeah. short. And then, like, her grandparents call him Yoshi. Yoshi. <laughs> really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so all right. it's like all over the place, man. Kids looking a little green. <laughs> <laughs> Yoshi could kill people, man. He could. And he breathes fire back for just eating like an apple. He's also a sacrifice <laughs> to, make it acro- to make it across the long jumps. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> this is beyond my uh, Mario expertise, guys. Super Mario World? Never? Uh, no, I didn't play Super Nintendo? Never, no. Whenever you had to make a long jump, what you would do is you would jump with Yoshi, and then halfway through, you would jump off Yoshi, sacrifice him down into like... <laughs> no, I didn't have Yoshi. Really? I didn't have... Uh, down into the depths of hell, and yeah. you'd get the extra coins. I think I, said, I think I stopped at Mario 3, Super Mario 3. Get out of here. You never so, played yeah. Galaxy or... Nah, none of that. Oh, like we just lost Mario that. Kart. Or we just lost yeah. half our uh, our audience. <laughs> yeah, <right>. yeah, we <laughs> kind of did. We'll get it back in a second. <laughs> or maybe they know about this shit. <laughs> we're playing Mario Kart tonight. <laughs> You're laughing, <laughs> but we're playing Mario Kart tonight. <laughs> no, some of those games are fun. Like Super Mario World. No, uh, me and my Mario wife. Party? Me and my wife. We have we play Mario Party. So me and my nice. wife. Every, almost nice. every night. Yeah, oh, every, like once a week we play. What do you guys have? The Switch. Oh, okay. And we have Mario Party Eight. Okay. Or nine or whatever it is. Yeah. I like how it went from. Almost every night, so once a week. Once a week. Well, <laughs> we, we started every night when we first got the Switch. We're just saying, we're talking about the sex life right now. All right. <laughs> Listen, everybody has different foreplay, bro. <laughs> it takes a week. It builds to build up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a workout program. So, two month baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let's get back to that. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot, forgot about him already. What it, let me ask you a question, brother. So, obviously, when the, the, the woman's pregnant, she. She may not feel like, I mean, uh, I'm, we're, I'm speculating 100%, right? But uh, she feels some bond with the child already because the child's with her. You know, I'm, I'm assuming, and that's my understanding from my wife. Like, there's already a connection yeah, growing. They're, yeah, they really, they overdo it. They overplay it, I think. They, they, <laughs> they exaggerate, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 they already have some connection with the child because obviously the child's with them already. Um, they feel the baby kicking, moving, things like that inside of them. Um, but for you, did it... Did you know that you feel like like you're having a kid, or did it hit you when the baby was born? It hit me when the baby was born. Yeah, like immediately. Okay. Like, like a ton of bricks, man. Yeah. I don't. I'm not sure if I 
I don't think I did. But there's video of me like immediately I started bawling. Really? You cried? Really? Okay. Immediately, yeah, bro. Well, that's, I, that's weird. Why? <laughs> you didn't, huh? Of course not. I was there smoking a cigar in front of that baby. Yeah. <laughs> with, with my boys. <laughs> yeah. 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 There's it's a, a manly video. man. Yeah, there, there's video of me crying like a really? little blubbering like a child, bro. Uh, yeah, I mean, my first boy, I was 17 years old. Like, I, I didn't know what to think. To be honest, with you, you know, probably more scared than anything else. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I I didn't know what to think. Yeah, I had nothing for myself at that time. You know right. what I mean? But now, as a grown man, when Joshua was born, like, uh, it was different because Joshua was born premature. Right. So way premature. So I wasn't crying. I was worried because right? I didn't know what to think, what to do. Okay. Like, you know, the the baby came out. Mom saw him for half a second, and Karina didn't see him for like almost two days. Really? Uh, ah, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like two or three days, you know? So, and, you know, the baby went to rush to NICU. He's on every machine that they have. So I, I, I didn't experience that. Now, with the girl, it was different. I got to experience, you know, a, a normal uh, experience. And, and a, more, I, a more relaxed birth. Yes, a more relaxed birth in a sense because she actually wanted to come early too. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah, so the doctor, she had already filled the sack, I guess the... the the I forget the name uh, of the sack. The amniotic sack. Yeah, the amniotic sack. There was no fluid left in the sack at all. Uh, so they were like three days before her thirty seventh week. So anything before thirty seven weeks, you got to the NICU. Yeah. So my wife gave birth on uh, thirty seventh week. Right. So then you're good. Yeah. You're good. So so at thirty six weeks, you're already in the hospital. My wife got uh put into the hospital. She stayed bed for rest. for bed rest at the hospital. Um just in case the baby wanted to come all of a sudden or they had to, like, do an emergency section. Yeah. But the doctor held off. So, literally, when the clock turned from 36 to 37, yeah. they they gave birth. Because we told the doctor we don't want to go to NICU again, man, you know? So, we got lucky, man. So, anyways, going back, you – so, it hit you. No, yeah, it hit me immediately, man. I, like, I honestly, uh, past two months have been been a challenge, but very, very rewarding. Like, I'm, I'm enjoying being a father, man. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, uh, I feel like it gives purpose to everything. You know, just whether it be work, what you do out of work. Uh, I find myself in a, you know, a lot more often I find myself in a rush to get home now. Really? Interesting. Okay. I was actually, that's going to be my question, but you just answered it, man. Like, what do you think about you changed immediately from that? From that moment? Like, when it clicked for you, obviously, like, it's something will change, right? Yeah, like, it's it's one of those things that, um. Like w- once you, once you start going back into your everyday life, because I got to stay home for two weeks after the kid was born. Once I went back to work, though, it was one of those things that like you find motivation to do things a little bit harder. Okay, there's Plus, a reason for things, right? Yeah, the purpose, mm-hmm. right? So like, yeah. I w- it, like so, I work sales. So you know, after I was able to go back to work, you know, right. we had a, a trade show to do. I think that weekend, that when I left, I was like. Dude, I was motivated to just grab people, be like, "Hey, no, come here. Let me talk to you. Let me tell you, tell you what I'm selling." To you were push, driven. yeah, to push a little bit harder. Okay. And now, you know, other things is, well, you know, the wife and I have always been homebodies. Like, we love staying home. Right. But now I find myself like, if I can find an excuse or a reason to be home, I I, I usually take it. So okay. so let's let, let's uh tell the audience what's going on here. Right, right. right. So there's so we have three guys right here at the table right yes, now. Yes, we do. Yeah. Um, we'll start with Steve. Steve is, uh, doesn't have any children. No, he does not. Do you, does Steve want to have children ever? Uh, 
Let me put it this way. I'm going to say it two different ways. The answer is going to be no. Okay. And if I truly, truly, truly don't want, there's ways to prevent it from happening. Okay. Does sure. Does that make sense? That, that's definite. So I would have done that already. And you didn't? I haven't yet. Okay. Are you pretty much you haven't taken away all options. Exactly. Okay. So Does that make sense? It, yeah. So and I, I, we got to go down the rabbit hole. Well, before I get to that rabbit hole, so we have Kevin, who's a brand new father. Brand, brand new father. He's been married. How long have you been married, more or less? Ten years now, but I've been with my wife for thirteen years. So thirteen years together, and just finally doing the kid thing, right? Yeah. And then I've been with, with my wife Fles for eight years, but we already have two children. And one's uh, five years old, and then we have another one that's three. And then I'm I'm a father from uh, from outside our marriage with a twenty almost twenty two year old right this year. Uh, so that's kind of like the lay of the land of what's at the table for people that uh, are kind of listening to us now. So you so you'll kind of hear some d- different stages of experience and perspectives right? and yeah. definitely perspective. Yeah, um, so for you, bro, uh-huh. so are you kind of just holding back to see if maybe you end up with a lady that may be young? Because that could make a difference, right? Like if it's a girl around your age, what right. is it, 52? <laughs> That's actually shorter from last time, <laughs> you asshole. I just look at that one 48, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I shaved before I got here, man. Them grades were coming out on Saturday. Uh, uh, no, 40, uh, about to be 42, man. So if you if you land the lady as 30, I mean, that has to be a fear, right? That she would want that? Of course. Of course. Yeah, I'll, I'll say, um, you know, I'm, I won't say it's a fear. It's more of like, for me, remember how we talked about relationships, like that communication level, having that understanding. Mm-hmm. Like uh, right off the bat. I'm going to let myself be known either this is what I truly want or what I don't want. Okay, well, that's fair. So go would, ahead. You, would you be willing to get into a serious relationship <coughs> with somebody who already has kids? I have before, yeah. And yeah. it hasn't been a factor for me. No? No, it hasn't. <coughs> so I, I just can say. So you don't mind being a mentor to children? No, not at all. Not at all. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's. Obviously, I don't have the, the the experience of the latter, like actually having a child of my own. But um, I've been in relationships with children. Uh, with, wow. Women with, <laughs> with, with, <laughs> with women who have had children. <laughs> so we're going to go back and, re- we're gonna go back <laughs> and redact <laughs> that. <laughs> never, never. In fact, I'm not even going to publish this episode. <laughs> For that one, one <laughs> split second. One yeah. half second. And then when I need money or something <laughs> So yeah, so yeah, you guys understand what I'm saying, you right? Were so casual about it too. <laughs> so yeah. Oh wait, that's not normal. <laughs> wait, this is America. Never mind. All right. So yeah, um, yeah, that's never been a factor for me. Um, I think, I think for me, the perspective that I have um, is it's from a selfish perspective. To be to be 100 percent honest, it's and that's really what it is. It's not that I don't think that I can be a good father. Is do I want to? If, if that makes sense no, like, make, yeah. like do i do i want to have that responsibility for mm-hmm. basically for the rest of my life right whether mm. w- basically i mean whatever whatever like your mindset is like as soon as that kid turns 17 they're out the you know whatever it could be you right, know right, right. Which or, is a lie. or like you know you pe- people are or children live in, in their families or in their family's houses for like until they're 30 years old sometimes right, nowadays, right? yeah exactly right we'll okay. talk about that so for for me it's um yeah it's honestly from a selfish perspective it's do I do I want to live that life, and do I feel it's really for me? Right. Now, I, I've heard this from a lot of people, even well, some of my brothers. Some of my brothers say, "Don't do it." That's the first thing. That's their first bit of advice. <laughs> is <laughs> kids? Is kids? We're talking about we're talking about marriage <laughs> and kids, but, but okay. more specifically, kids is they they either say will say, "Don't do it," or Steve, this is going to change your life, which I completely <laughs> understand and I agree with. This would be. A complete change of maybe who I am, what my you know, what my responsibilities are going to be geared towards, right. things of that nature. But right. do I want that? 
Right, right. That's 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 it for me. And and am I satisfied enough, especially living up, up to this age of not having that? Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like I'm missing anything. Sure. Right. That's how I feel. That's yeah, one of the reasons that me and my wife waited as long as we did. It was really at the beginning. It's like, do we? We knew we wanted to have kids. Right. But it's like, do we want to have kids right now? Right, right, because right. At, you know, everybody kind of has. I think most people have the same timeline. After us being married for two years, everybody was like, "Well, uh, where are the kids? Where are the kids? Are what are we? Oh, like yeah. the family or not? Yeah. yeah. Like where are the kids? I'm like, well, not not yet. <coughs> like we're not we're not ready. We're not oh, ready. And I think and I think we did it at the right time. At, at least for us. You know, we got yeah, to. It makes sense to you guys. Yeah. You know, when we got married, I was still in the Marines. <coughs> she was still in school. And then once I did get out the Marines and she finished school, it's like, well, now we're finally making money and being able to live on our own. Let's enjoy this. Right. You know, we got to do that a lot. Okay. And I think we really valued that time, you know, to a point that when we already did know she was pregnant, there was a couple of times we'd be sitting there and be like, like, oh, man, this is our last Thanksgiving (laughs) by ourselves. Okay. Yeah. This is, you know. uh, Is it? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, you know, like. I'll give you my perspective later. Go ahead. Right. Like, it was our last, like, kind of, but like, we, we hit these milestones of, like, these are our last things that we're going to do when it's just us two. Yeah, without the children. Without okay. the children. Is that what you mean? Right, right. You know, like, now, you know, we're already talking about, you know, taking vacations, and it's kind of like, <coughs> well, now you have to take this extra step. Like, well, know, take them or have a babysitter. Take more. Yeah, exactly. Right, like, right. So, talk about. Because it's kind of like alluding to that, like a little bit. So your brothers are like, hey, don't, right? Yeah. Because they're kind of going through, they have marriage and or, or, perspective. or their baby dad is whatever's going on with them and, and they have kids, right? Yeah, and I'm the youngest of seven and all seven have right. kids. Yeah. And, and you all just, just kind of mentioned like, you know, it's our last whatever and we'll go vacation now. We got to think about the kids, et cetera, et cetera, right? So we have a different perspective a little bit um, in terms of like how we view our children in our marriage, Okay. And it's kind of been more, you know, last year, our, our, um, like any marriage, right, we, there's challenges. And, you know, you're married and you've been in your relationships. And I'm sure right, right. if you had a long-term relationship, it's had its challenges, yeah. right? <coughs> marriage is definitely even more challenging because you're, it's meant to, regardless of the challenges, you're meant to, like, kind of fight through it, right? right? I mean, that's a, at least the deal in a sense that you make. Some people don't. Some people quit. But, you know, that's kind of the deal, right? And uh and I'm sure you've had your challenges in the last 13 years with with your wife, and uh, and and luckily you fought through them, and here you guys are with a child, right? So, we at the very beginning, when when I, and I learned this from a, huh, it was a book that I read, and I I, I can't remember the name of the That's book. A lie. <laughs> <laughs> right. I read. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I can't remember I can't remember the, na- the title of the book, and I and I hate that I can't uh-huh. decide it. Um, the author is a guy named John Giddick. At least I could give that. He's has some controversy, like in the military community or whatever. Uh, he's not a military man, but whatever. But the book was good. I, I have to give it to the book. The book was good. And um, he talks about where it talks about marriage. And in marriage is kind of one of the like in the military world. Like when you do a plan for a mission, you have an infiltration plan. You have a exfiltration plan right like you plan to go in you plan right. to, you gotta have an idea of how you're gonna get out of this mission right just uh in case you're, wherever you're going he talks about with marriage is the only thing you should go into without an exit plan right because if you have an exit plan like, let's say i.e a prenup or whatever you're already planning that when the tough gets going right we got that I last time right yeah. <laughs> 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 um they're already planning to boop i'm out of, i'm out the door 
so when we were deciding to have kids, I was a little different than you guys because with me and my wife, my wife's seven years younger than me. And I'm in my almost my mid thirties already, and she wants to have kids. So she wants to have kids in the in the in the in her in her life. And she, right. She's in her twenties, but I'm getting into my mid thirties. Yeah, yeah. So can I wait for her to be thirty? Then I'm, you know, thirty seven. Like I'm more now closer to forty, and I didn't want to be an old dad. Okay. You know, so it's kind of like I had to rush it a little bit more for my end because I didn't want to be an old dad. Just right. the way I, I didn't want to be, you know. In my mid to late fifties, and just going to graduation parties or gra- the graduation, high yeah, school yeah. graduation, right, right. you know. So, I told her, "Listen, well, as part of this plan to have children, and it, I learned this from this book, and and I agree with it one hundred percent, and and it was just reinforced last week, as a matter of fact, is if we have children, we come first, no matter what." Interesting. The children never come before our marriage. Period. If the children see us in love, excited about each other, dating each other all the time, they're going to be fine. I hear what you're saying. They're going to be fine. Yeah. So when we plan vacations, we dump the kids. We don't care about doing vacations with the kids. We just did a little one with them. We do do them with them. Right, right, But we also don't care about them if we don't have to. Right. If we have a date night and we have people to take care of the kids. Yeah. If we could go on a date night every weekend, we'll do it. Because for us, our marriage is priority. And then the book talks about, like, even in the Bible, it doesn't talk too much about rearing children. It talks about, like, raise your children in, you know, God's eyes yeah, or yeah, whatever, yeah. you know. But it doesn't talk about, like, do this with your children or this how you, you know, this why. None of that. It, it, there's more verses about being married uh-huh. in the Bible. Then I mean, not that we're talking about religious. I'm just right, talking about right. like, there's this book that like talks about how we should live our lives, and it focuses more on marriage than it talks about raising your children. Okay. Right. It and in fact, the book even says like raise your children, leave, and have them marry somebody else. Okay. Like yeah, it's kind of like a temporary having kids. It's a temporary journey for them. Okay. But what happens eventually? They're gone. And if you spend 18 years, whatever, 20 years, 25 years nowadays, right. whatever it is, yeah, yeah, focusing on them, when they're finally gone, you're going to look at your wife and be like, who are you? Okay. I hear what you're saying. Right. You know, who are you? No, and the good and thing it, about that, there's, you know, by that point, by the time they leave, if, if you're doing those steps where you, they see you loving each other and dating yeah. each other, now you've already set a good example of what they, they should, should be, be like. Correct. Right, right, correct. Right. So, so they did a study. Like, There's a study that went on. I just heard it last week where... They talk about they they get a, a a pool of people that have been married one year to not one year I think it was like from five years to like thirty forty like oh you right, know right. Like big time married, and they talk about the best years of their marriage, and most of them talk and, and they talk to people that got divorced too, and the people that got divorced had most of their marriage the happy marriage time was before kids okay and after kids mm-hmm. right like after the kids left home but then they the, those people that said that the kids left home they said that the marriage wasn't exactly the same as when it was before kids. And then they discovered that the problem was that they weren't dating each other when they were married. They were focused on the kids, the kids, the kids, the kids. Oh, we got to worry about ballet. We got to worry about this. We got to worry about that. You know, like we got to make sure they go to the library. We got to make sure, you know, like everything's the kids, the kids, the kids. But we forget about like, yeah, us. I've, I've heard this before. Yeah, you know, us, you know. Yeah. And uh, so that's something that we are hammering. Like today we it was a birthday party for a kid. I'm telling I'll order it out, you know. There's a birthday party for a kid. 
And my wife's like, you know what? I want to go home and just nap and lay down with you. I'm like, we're not going to the birthday party. Yeah. We come first. Right, right. It's like, are we bad parents? We don't think it's a birthday party? No. We're going to enjoy each other. So that, is that something newer for you? I mean, because no. you've, you've heard it before. Like you made the, you made the, let's just say you made the pact that you, you discussed this. Like our, our marriage comes first, mm. right? How long does that, or how plausible is really that to put in effect in every situation, right? You understand so, what I'm saying? So like it's easier said than so done at in least, my opinion. At least Joshua's five years old. Okay. And we don't abuse. I mean, we, we try to take advantage of our parents as much as possible because then when we do need them, we don't want to have them tired of us. You know what I mean? Like taking advantage. Do you, do you feel guilty doing it sometimes? Cause yes. Because it's one of the things yes. that I thought about. I'm like, I didn't have a kid to be dumping them at somebody's house every weekend. Yeah. Okay. No, I don't feel guilty. You don't feel guilty? Okay. I don't feel guilty. What I feel, I don't want to overuse my resources. So okay. it's more about managing dumping my kids versus it's right. like I'm not being a good parent. I'm just dumping my kids. I, by the way, we, we're only lucky about once, maybe twice a month, you know, for, yeah, a, that's what we're for a day, yeah, like you know that, what I mean. That, that's what I mean. But if, but if for some reason, like this month, every weekend we get an offer. Yeah, yeah, you're not gonna say no. We're not gonna say no, man. Right, right. You know, mind you, if we want to spend time with each other, because there is times that we. Let me just be very careful when I say this. There are times where me and my wife loving each other is us loving our children. Okay. You follow what I'm saying? Right. Like, like last weekend we went on the Disney cruise. Mm-hmm. We were falling in love with each other because our children were enjoying it, uh, the cruise. Yeah, it's, it's fun to see. It, it, Correct. It's fun to see those milestones. Like uh, Nathan today grabbed something for the first time where he w- you could tell he was aiming to grab something. Right. And he got it. You know, and we were able to enjoy that together. And I think like, like those milestones and those experiences bring you closer together. As a exactly. Couple, okay. uh, exactly. As, a, as a unit, as a couple. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Exactly. So that's what I'm trying to say. Like, when we spend time with the kids, we are in love with, we're loving each other because we look at our kids and we're like, we made this shit. You know what I mean? Right. Like, we made these little fuckers and, 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 and they're like somewhat of an image of your, of us in a, some shape or way or form. You're right, going to see right. that when, oh, no, w- yeah. when, well, and well, certain times when he's being a brown, I'm like, your son. <laughs> 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 oh, your son is but dude, up. <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, man, when that kid's around three, he's going to start doing things that like, fuck, this shit's like, this is like a copy of like of one you. of us or a piece uh-huh. of us. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Right, right and now he's a copy of her. Okay. <laughs> he, like, so Wait, he farts wife? a lot or? <laughs> <laughs> he has. Well, he does. Yes, he does. But she has this thing that uh, she sleeps with her hands in her face. Always. Like, so whatever she sleeps, like she'll have. Face down, hand face? N- like she'll be face up. Her, she really? You face up? Yeah. Wherever she's sleeping, her hand is in her face. So it's either covering her mouth, covering both of her eyes, yeah. covering her nose. The kid does the same thing. No way. The exact same thing. And I'm like, you ruined him. <laughs> <laughs> so she gave him a fetish. He didn't even realize it. Yet, yeah. huh? <laughs> <I had> fetish. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. <laughs> so whatever, man. That's my soapbox. You know, that's it works for us so far. We're, we are a young marriage. Like I even admitted at the beginning, like yeah. you guys have been together longer than me and my wife have been. So. We are a young marriage, and I know we have a long time to go. So, but we don't want to get to that point where we, our kids finally go to college or they start their lives, whatever it is, and then we just don't know who the fuck we are. No. You know, I, I know that's one of the reasons why. Like, I'm not sure if you do, but I still grope my wife <coughs> around the house. Okay. Huh. So, like, if I'm walking around and she's washing the dishes, tell her drop it. 
Well, <laughs> that, that too. <laughs> Tell her to drop it like it's hot. Yeah. Yeah. That too. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm walking behind her, she's she's getting she's a, getting she's, the spank. She's getting a spank. She's yeah, getting yeah, the spank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you keep the romance alive. <laughs> Let's just say yes. I'm not gonna say more than that <laughs> because then I'll be in trouble. <laughs> hey, a healthy marriage deserves a groping couple times uh, a day. Uh, yeah, uh, absolutely, man. So uh, you know. If you do go on the road, Steve, grow <laughs> 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 up your chick. <laughs> I've been in a long relationship in like a month, man. Yeah. I get that part. That's not why they call That's not why they I know what a marriage is like. I, I did a girl for a month. Yeah. It's kind of all the same. <laughs> it really is. It's just extended torture. That's all it is, oh, man. Oh, <laughs> man. You know, I mean, we don't have a woman on this podcast today, but what do you think about. So, like, let's say Steve never has a kid, bro, right? And. Do you think Steve will be a bitter old man because he never had a kid? No. Okay. No, no. Do you think the same of a woman that never had a kid? No. Ah, you fucking... For real? No, no, I'm agreeing with you. I don't think the same of a woman okay. if she didn't have a kid. So you would you would think she'd be bitter in, in her older age? Yes. Okay. Yes. Give me your perspective. Hey, I honestly think it just comes down to uh, our animal nature where a, as at the basis... Of, of who we are. This is just your opinion. You have no yeah. no backing, right? No, no. I'm no, that's uh, 30 years of scientific over. research. No, 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 no. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I think uh, if we look at the human species as animals, uh, men are meant to propagate the world. Okay. Sure. You know, mm-hmm. Males mm-hmm. Sure, are meant sure. to propagate the world. You know, just kind of spread their seed. And women are the ones who do the rearing. I think, you know, even seeing it, uh, you know, in the two months that we've had the kid, my wife has taken to it naturally. Okay. And I think for most women, it's like that. I think it's something natural for them to have a kid. And that's why everything kind of comes so easily to them. Okay. You know, they don't need to be told that, you know, you need to do this for the kid. You need to feed him. You need to change him. You need to, they kind of just, they know. Mm-hmm. Or they'll figure it out immediately. Or they, they figure it out immediately. And it's one of those amazing gifts that women have that men don't get to have. We have to learn it. Right. You know, I... I do it, you know. I change my kid and I feed my kid, but at the beginning, I'm doing that with fear. <laughs> On YouTube DIY, yeah, <laughs> DIY how to change a diaper. <laughs> you know, like I'm doing it with fear, where I think, you know, my wife and most women I see do it, and it just comes. It comes. It yeah. looks so natural. It is. It okay. Is. You know, it, it looks like something just turns on. Yeah, yeah. They're definitely good at it, man. Yeah. Can you ask the question again so I can so answer? Yeah. Do you think that women that don't have children, and I'm gonna give you my opinion at the end, but uh, okay. Do you think that women that don't have children that they they're a little bitter in their in their in their late years? Okay, um, from from my own personal experience, I'm yeah. gonna say no. Okay. Um, again, my own personal experience because um, I think that's more the trend of what I've been kind of looking for mm-hmm. in a sense. Like I've just been happening upon more and more now these days is people or women more in my age range that don't have kids and seriously don't want kids sure so i'm experiencing that more and i'm mm-hmm. seeing that a lot more now these days and i don't see from and I, again I'm, I'm usually pretty observant about how somebody explains something to me mm-hmm. like if i they think they're just holding back or they're lying about something or just faking it right just to say like i i feel this way which is not true and i don't get that general sense of um i'm just saying this because it's the thing to say it's the perspective of I, I seriously don't think raising a child is for me. Sure. And that's the that's more of what I've been seeing from my experience. So well, I'll, let me backpedal a little bit here then. 
I think to, to just kind of add a little caveat to your question is mm -hmm. for somebody who has wanted to have a kid and never got the chance to, okay. I think they would be bitter. Hmm. Yes. But we have friends, mm -hmm. you know, that they decided they never wanted to have kids. Well, one of them was on the show, so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Did they talk about it? No. No? Okay. No, but right. I don't think they're very, they hide it so much that they don't want to have kids. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> um, so with them, though, they, they straight out said that they don't want to. Yeah, have, they don't want it. Right. They don't want to have yeah. kids. When kids run around, they're like, get that kid away from us. Yeah, they look awkward. <laughs> Everything is, so yeah. I, I think for them, if they made the conscious decision that they don't want to have kids, yeah. I don't yeah. think that they would be bitter later in life. But I think for <sighs> somebody who has wanted to, you know, been looking for that long-term relationship and wanted to have kids, if they never get the chance to, I think, yeah, they'll be bitter. But I think, you know, now uh, talking out, I think even for a man, if you're looking for a long-term relationship, looking uh -huh. to have kids, and you never get to have kids, I think you would be bitter. So I was going to say, like, I think it's equal both ways for me. Uh, I do put a little more weight on women in terms of maybe. Uh, the word bitter is a little harsh, right? Mm -hmm. But if I could switch it around a little bit, I would say, like, the same meaning, but where somebody doesn't learn to have more compassion right. is somebody this who has never had children. Right. Okay. Say, say that one more time. Sorry. Got to rewind that one. Do you learn more compassion, mm -hmm. let me put it that way, by having children? Are you asking? Sure. I'm it's the same question, really. Okay. Uh, maybe not compassion, just... Empathy. I'll give you an example. Let me give you an example. Yeah. You're going to learn this. You probably haven't experienced it yet. Uh, maybe. Because uh, you, you've traveled since you've had your kid. Yeah. Pla by plane? Uh, no, not yet. Okay, you will. Yeah. You w you're going to travel one day by plane, right? And three months ago... Oh, okay. If yeah. you traveled by plane mm -hmm. yeah. and the kid behind you was going, wah, wah, okay. wah, for four fucking hours, mm -hmm. you're like, fuck, I got luck. It's my bad, bad luck day. My unlucky day, I got sat next to this freaking kid. Okay. Now, when you get on that plane and that kid's doing the same thing right behind you, like, man, I feel bad for those parents. Yeah, yeah. You don't care about the kid crying. Right, it's I'm like a, you, you understand like yeah, yeah. what these parents are going through. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, man, there's empathy, okay, and sympathy. Yeah. You know, going out at the same time right. for for those parents because mm -hmm. the kid doesn't bother you anymore. Yeah. It's just like, man, it is what it is. You know, where you if you don't ever experience that, or that day when you're at a restaurant and your kid's just being an asshole and you can't figure out what they want, right? And you got to drag them through the fucking restaurant and they're throwing things apart. They throw them in the car. They're bouncing off the freaking car. <laughs> you, me that one. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. People are looking at you like, what the fuck is going on? They yeah, think they're yeah. dick or they don't know how to be parents or whatever, but right. they, they don't get it. Yeah. You know? It, it, it 100%. 100 percent Because now it, it's happened to me already where like I, I've seen that with the kid and I already know like, man, wonder what's wrong with that baby, man. Right. Not, not what's wrong with the baby as in what's wrong with them as in what does that baby need? Right, the baby okay. need. And yeah. it sucks for the parents because you know what? Because they feel empathy for the. Like we're talking about the plane scenario, right? Would it be weird to they ask feel them bad if they for want your help? Huh? You know that it's that it's is it's very delicate. Yeah, I think that is delicate. that is delicate. I, and I'm yeah. looking. I'm like, look. Would it be weird if I ask this person if they want me to hold their kid? Nah, I think it would be. Because I, I, I'm a, I because think it would be. Because I'm a. It would be bearded, what? Bearded old man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about old, but yeah, you're a bearded guy. Scratching your chest. Yeah. yeah. Hey. hey, let me hold you, baby. You want me to kick your baby? I think it switches. Uh, I, I think you, even, at least for me, like I got 
I learned patience almost immediately. Okay. Even my wife brought it up to me one time that, you know, the kid was just having a bad day, man. He just wouldn't stop crying, wouldn't stop crying. And I'm just there. I'm carrying him, you know, moving him around. He already, he already got changed. He already got fed. He already got burped. He's clean. He's just, he's having a bad day. Yeah. You know, uh, Jim Gaffigan? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't remember which, I think it was Jim Gaffigan that said it. He's a comedian for people that don't know. Uh, hurts. <laughs> he has a very dry stand-up style. Yeah, he does. Sorry, he has a very dry delivery of his music. He's, I think, he's better like hearing him more than watching him. You know, like when you hear him like on podcasts or I mean not podcasts, but on on the Pandora or whatever. Mm -hmm. But anyways, he talks about you know, know, children. uh, They have to be cute. Because if not, you'll kill them. (laughs) 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 If children were cute, yeah. No, nope, there wouldn't be any children in the world. Sure. <laughs> the reason, the reason I bring that up about the, about the bitterness, compassion, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because now that I'm a grown up and now that I have children and stuff like that, I, I, I. I now that you're older, I wouldn't call thank you. Thank you. I was about to say yeah, that's a state <laughs> of mind. Yeah, that you haven't reached yet. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll never forget when I when I lived in Jersey as a little kid. With the kids, especially in the '80s, you you played on the street a lot. Yes, right? all day, every day. Yeah. And I'll never forget that there was this lady that lived in the lower apartments, like the ground level apartments. If okay. You will. And she would complain about us, like, all the time. Like, all the time, playing on the street. Like, in front of her window, whatever, just making noise. And we're talking about daytime. It's not like right. we're two, three, four years old. And, you know, because when you're three years old, you're already on the street yeah, with yeah. the neighborhood. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're playing, you know? And this lady would bitch all the time. And I remember that, I still remember that she was a, she was a widow. Okay. But never had children. Mm-hmm, never, mm-hmm. never had children, and she just couldn't tolerate us. Period. I get it. At noon. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's not like late at night, or we're not disturbing her sleep. And she was a healthy woman. Right. I remember, you know, remotely, but I remember she's able, ambulant. It's not like she was having like physical or yeah, yeah, yeah. or any disease that she was going through. It was just just couldn't stand it, man. Just couldn't stand the noise. Yeah, yeah. Um, let me tell you one thing that that like would bother me like uh, there was a lot of people like i don't know if you were around when i said this at the gym the other day it was there's times where people think i hate kids right and then it's completely untrue like let's say for example i was working in the retail store like managing a retail store and i would see like kids just running around Mm -hmm. i understand that's what kids do right right. they see an open space and if they've been locked up or they're they're just gonna they're just gonna go check things out touch this touch that and it may fall whatever that doesn't bother me what bothers me is the parents who don't pay attention. That's different. Right. That's a whole different. That's animal. that's what I'm saying. Like yeah, that's, that's that that's the perspective that I would give out. Like I would have to be the one to say, "Hey, wait, okay, let's relax for a second. Let's sit down. Who's your parents? Where are your parents? The parents are just sitting there and not paying attention, looking at a fucking cell phone." I'll right. take it to the next level, bro. Yeah, yeah. Go to Chuck E. Cheese. Nope, never again. <laughs> <laughs> never Listen, again. I went to Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, man. Man, when was it? Joshua maybe two. That's a right? depot for parents so to drop them off, though, man. No, bro. Like, bro, I thought it doesn't matter if it's Chuck E. Cheese, Dave and Buster's. Yeah, yeah. Just Magic an Kingdom. Open area. Magic Kingdom. Yeah, yeah. My kid, I know where my kid's at. Yeah. And he's in either line of sight mm-hmm. or right next to me. Yeah. You know, in Magic Kingdom, he's right next to me. <laughs> for sure. Because so it's many huge. people. Right. You know? Um, but my point is. Forget about that. You lose your sight of your kid. Okay. And we're talking about like little kids. We're not talking about like they. You like you let your eight year old yeah, yeah, run yeah. around Chuck E. Cheese. He's gone. I don't yeah, give a crap. Yeah. You know. But the kids are begging for coins. From strangers. From strangers. From strangers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, I would rope my kid up, man. 
for doing that. Yeah. 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 yeah I get what? You. <laughs> <Yeah>. What? <laughs> you know the other thing about Chuck E. Cheese? I'll probably get arrested for somebody. Somebody brought it up one time. Was have you? Do you think they cleaned the ball pits at Chuck E. Cheese? Oh, probably not. No, I mean, no. How do you even clean a ball no. pit? You exactly. got to wash that shit? Exactly. <laughs> how do you even do that? Exactly. <laughs> that, that that's definitely a side note. We don't like Chuck E. Cheese anymore. <laughs> I guess they won't be our sponsor. You know. <laughs> 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 I think my kid got foot mouth one time for Chuck E. Cheese. Really? really? Yeah. My mom took him one time. Like, you know, my mom didn't know what yeah. to You know, she wanted to do something with him. So she took, you know, what does my mom know, right? Like, my mom. Yeah. yeah. I would have never thought about it before. Yeah. I it's think like, about it's a kid's mom, place. But especially my mom. Like, back in the day. Yeah, we're talking about back in the day, like late eighties. Go to Chuck E. Cheese was a luxury. It's not like they had they like had Chuck E. Cheese in the eighties. Like yeah, for yeah. me, it was called Showbiz Pizza Place. That was <laughs> in Chicago. But well, they had Dandy Bear in Miami. <laughs> in Chicago, <laughs> they had. No, so you know, it, no, they, I think it's been around for many, many, yeah. a few decades. And so it was a luxury. Like we didn't go to Chuck E. Cheese. It was like a big deal. Like it was like yeah, it almost was. equivalent to going to fucking Disney World to go to Chuck yeah. E. Cheese. So whatever, it's, it's more accessible now. It's cheap. It's nothing. So she took him, and sure enough, man, that week, you know, foot mouth. Came with, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. So we had to deal with it. It was actually our first experience with foot mouth, and and um, it was a pain in the ass. Right. You know? We were brushing his teeth. He was like, ow! You know, you open his mouth full of sores or whatever. Ah, man. So it is. That see, that's what I'm scared of right now. Like, anytime I see, like, a Bro. little real weird red mark on him, I'm like, <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> Bro. Short of something that obviously is an issue. So this is coming from more experience, you know? Embrace, embrace the pre- the petri dish, bro. You know, because oh, yeah. yeah, I, I, I think there's the flip. I, I don't know, how, like you, I don't have the backing for this, but I think that the more you uh, harbor your child, if you will, you know, the more they're gonna be exposed. Uh, later on, they're gonna be easily be easily exposed to like uh, well, no, to other things. My wife is a perfect example. So, her, uh, my wife, her mom, used to keep her super clean. Yeah, like before another beer. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I'll bring her back. Go ahead, yeah. So yeah. it'd be, um, she used to keep her super clean. So to the point where if she had socks, and then we're talking about a one-year-old here. Yeah, man. If she had socks and shoes on, she would take off the socks and shoes and then wipe her feet. Okay. And then put her on bed. She kept her so clean that she ended up in the hospital. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And the doctor literally told her, like, hey, you need to let this kid get dirty. Right. Or they're going to die. I get it. I get it, man. No antibodies to fight off anything. That's true. They, no they got to build system. up the immunity, is what they're yeah. kind of saying, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I I heart back like to when I was a kid. Like it's it's a completely different generation, as Eddie was saying like earlier. We we're kids. We were playing in the streets all day, every day, right? Mm-hmm. And it's when we went out. Yeah, the biggest thing that they told us was make sure you have shoes on. Like that was the biggest unit of protection that they would give us Thanks, if we're going out in the streets. But there were times where. Summer days, I was playing out in, in Chicago, uh, Chicago, right? Chicago. Chicago. Ch- Chicago. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, I, I live just out of, outside of Chicago, kind of in the suburbs area, and there was, like, a huge farmland, like, really close to our neighborhood, and there was this huge tree where we made a clubhouse in that tree. So, in the tree. It right, wasn't right, like, right. like you know, up, in the, up in the branches. My and kid everything. asked me for a tree house. Oh, yes, man. Yesterday, by chance. But it's, it, like, wasn't, it, wasn't, Miami. it wasn't something that our parents <laughs> built. It was like makeshift, find planks of wood here and there and there. Right, right, right. My brother fell out of the tree, and it landed on a, <laughs> on a nail that punctured his foot. Right? I don't remember him going to the hospital at all. No. I, I don't remember this, but obviously that would have been a smart thing to do. <laughs> I, I, I injured myself as a kid. I was playing, like, sword fighting with tennis rackets with my best friend, and... It was time for us to go home. I said, all right, that's enough. And then he goes, he didn't really hear me say that. So he took one last swipe 
and he hit my hand and my thumb literally was pointing in the opposite direction and as a kid like he was talking about get embrace the petri dish is i hurt myself or we hurt ourselves so many times that our parents got angry at us because we always come back home with a new injury so i didn't tell them that i broke my finger and this was on my writing hand so i went into school i learned how to write with my right hand and my handwriting was horrible like the teachers wrote a note back saying like his handwriting is horrible what's going on right and that's when I had to tell my parents, like, two weeks later that I broke my thumb. So you were walking around with a broken thumb for two weeks. I, I <laughs> popped that shit right back in the socket when it happened because I was like, oh, fuck. And then, then put it right back in the socket, and then I couldn't use my hand. It was, it was my writing hand. Two weeks. Jesus. I remember one time in elementary school, you know, I, I was being a good student. Yeah. Okay? I was probably in about first grade being a great student, running around the classroom. Mm-hmm. Okay? Being a good student. <laughs> I tripped. <laughs> I, I tripped. Went head first into the handle of like a little closet that we had in the uh, in the classroom. Yeah. Busted my forehead open, so I actually have a scar right here. Still, yeah. Still, where like hair doesn't grow. They call my mom in. Mom comes in. Yeah. They yeah. tell her, oh, you know, take him to the hospital because he's gonna need stitches. She's like, okay, we got in the car. She gave me a towel, <laughs> put it on my forehead, <laughs> took me home, let me go to sleep. <laughs> now that's <laughs> fine. That was it, man. I was four years old. By the way, I was ordering some pizza for you. Oh, all right. <laughs> um, I was four years, and I was, but just so you guys know, I, had, I stepped away for a second because my our guest host here today is a avid connoisseur of beer, and I need to make sure I can see, continuously uh, feed him beer <laughs> so that he stays satisfied. You know, <laughs> uh, when I was four years, I was I was a stupid kid. I was dumb, dumb as rocks. You know, I had a, I got a light bulb stuck to my face uh, <laughs> by one. I, uh, I fell down a, a 34th ditch when I was three. Um, I fell off of a, when I was 10, I fell off an 18 foot cliff in Colombia and my, on my grandfather's funeral day. Jesus and I ended up at the hospital myself. I cracked my skull. I, I, had a, I got a, a gash in my chest. A whole deal. Anyways, um, <laughs> when I was four, my first real hospital visit was when I was four and the slides used to be made out of metal. Now everything's uh-huh. plastic, or whatever. But they were metal slides. And that day, in there was taco trucks. People were throwing taco trucks down the slide. And slides. those when they were made out of metal. And they were made out of metal. Of course, yeah. So the seventies joints. So one kid. <laughs> so my whole job is I was four years old, and I I was at the bottom of the slide, and the eight nine year olds are throwing these taco trucks down the the slide, and I would get the taco truck and pass it to the next kid, so he could go <laughs> up the slide. And the slides back then were like now everything's attached to like these big massive playgrounds, right? It was literally like the slide. Sure, it was, it's like a ladder. Way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? like a ladder it was an efficient one. system yeah. that you guys had going <laughs> yeah. on, right? <laughs> so, so this mattered, right? So like my, my job was important. <laughs> 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 so the kid that was throwing the next Tonka truck didn't wait for me to pass off and pay attention that the Tonka truck was going to come down. And he's throwing a dump truck. Now, if you, it, Tonka trucks are designed like actual trucks, yeah, right? Yeah, man. So a dump truck's roof is in front, front yeah. of the cabin. Yeah, over the top. Right, over the top. So as I'm coming back, here comes the tank truck. And yeah. I'm four years old, so I'm the height of the slide. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm guessing the slide is face level. Yes. yes okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the tank truck's, the, the dumpster's roof slices my nose in half. Yeah. Like it exposes my entire nose on the inside. Mm-hmm. Right, like like this way, it right? Kind of like slanted. So my, I have a banana peel nose now. All of a sudden, 
and my mom has to respond to this. Yeah. You know, and my, oh, by the way, which my mom's not around because the neighborhood kids took care of you when you're <laughs> yeah. four years old. The older ones. <laughs> yeah. <watching> the <laughs> yeah. It's like it's not like mom's sitting there. Nah, man. Yeah, Bro, yeah. have you uh, on a side note? Have you seen kids drop off points for bus drops nowadays? Nah, man. If if I have, then there'd be a problem. There's more well, parents. Yeah. Well, you lived. There's more parents at a bus stop now than there are children. You lived at the community. You know what? Yes, yes. Okay. Now. Yeah, you lived at the community that I live in. Yeah, yeah. You know, we used to live in the same community, so they in there now. I do see the the drop off, but now not too much. I I also I see I, I see a I lot of parents. To, I happen to leave for work at nine a.m. in the morning, so I get to sleep in a little bit longer. That must be people. nice, man. Yeah. That, that is nice. <laughs> that is nice. Well, I'm just saying. There's, I mean, this is a side note. Just that we're talking about that. Yeah, yeah. There's like, there's one around the corner from here, from my house. I go running every morning. Yeah. And there's more parents there than there's kids at the. It's like, it's like, just go drop off your kids. Like, yeah, but then even you that. The ho- th- then you hear the horror stories of things that have happened in the past. I I get the why. Yeah. I get the why. I get the why, dude. But. At least in my, this community right here, uh-huh. the schools are all within two miles. All of them. And we're talking about middle school children, too, by the way. Well, that, like, yeah, Maplewood yeah. over there. There's right? a ton. Ramblewood. Ramblewood, Maplewood, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's all uh, Westchester. Yeah, yeah. I mean, those are the elementaries. These True. kids, are, These kids are middle school age yeah, children. Yeah, middle school, let them go by themselves now. And, dude, like, but I think, I think you, you can, can literally jump on the corner. You don't have to make the line jump them off. You can jump on the corner. They can just walk to the school if you yeah, want. Yeah, yeah. Dude, there's a lot of people waiting. I okay. think you need to. I, I think there's a certain point, like, <sighs> like at what age do you think you should start letting your kid be, become a little bit more independent? The like independence? That? Yeah. I think that, I think, uh, I think environment plays a large part of that. Like, I mean, let's just, let's say this community is a little bit more comfortable. Sure. Than others would be. Sure. Right? Yeah. So that. Eddie, Eddie's <laughs> living good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's not get me misconstrued on this uh, podcast. And the funny thing is, again, I grew Eddie, up in. Eddie's <laughs> living better than the both of us. I grew yeah. up in this. Let's I grew let's up. Let's misconstrued. Two minutes from here. Okay. So, yeah. I get it. You're not from Miami. I'm not from Miami originally, no. Okay. The schools that we went to growing in up. In Miami. In Miami. Right, right, right. Yeah. My brother my brother went to Booker T. <laughs> I went to Booker T. Okay. All right. Can you explain to this guy what Booker <laughs> T is? <laughs> I went to Booker T when Booker T was still middle school. Is this, yes. like, uh, is this like Stand By Me? Are you going to tell me? Or uh, yeah, no. Like stand sta- By Me would have been Step Up. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> T like the substitute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's more like the substitute. Which was filmed at Jackson High. Uh, Cal City Jackson. No, no, no Jackson. The, no. The, the only the Mark, Mark Anthony gets killed in the... Uh, uh, that's in the uh, Miami Senior High. Yeah, that's Miami Senior. You're that's right. Miami, Miami Senior, Senior High. High. All right, Booker T. Yeah. So Booker T is, uh, is an overtown down here in Miami. Okay, that's... You could have you could start it off with that right, one. Right. That one. Yeah, so, so it's an overtown. Yeah. And dude, it was it was bad. Like I remember my mom, um, when I went from elementary school, our uh, the elementary school fed into Burger T. She was ready to move out of town. Like, yeah. No, no, we're gonna get you sent somewhere else. We're gonna lie on the on the forms. We're gonna put you in another. It's a rough school. Then. It, okay. It, yeah. It yeah. A, it was a rough school, but there's a question I was gonna actually something I was gonna say to you. I think it. I think it's good for kids, man, to just have a little uh, strife. Yes. Maybe, maybe figure out Absolutely. some problems on their, on their own. Because I'll tell you what. One, I think. Street smarts, right? Street smarts. Yes. I learned how to make friends. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I learned how to make friends. And then also, yeah, I, I wasn't afraid after a while. Okay. You know, you kind of learn how to handle yourself. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. just that. Uh, hey, I think it's just, it, at least for me, I had a lot of fun there, man. 
and uh, in, in um <clears throat> first yeah. time I skipped school. Was <laughs> it? <laughs> I, never, I was a complete nerd in school, man. Yeah, I, I never was like skipped. In seventh grade. <laughs> I was in seventh grade, like this chubby little white Hispanic kid yeah. in the middle of like an all black neighborhood skipping school, just like walking around. So you were noticed. Is what yeah, you totally <laughs> you, you stood out. But that's the thing, like if you if you ever like have those parents that raise their kids like in like New York City, right? Like those kids at certain ages, they're literally riding the subway, yeah, the subway and, and everything by themselves, right? That, I guess right. it's just a huge difference when it comes to the environment too, man. Right. Uh, just from my opinion. Yeah. No, I mean, I agree with you, man. Yeah. But my point was when you said, you know, I live in a, I look, I live in a good neighborhood now. Yeah, yeah. I absolutely, hundred percent. You know what? I wanted to. Yeah, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was the reason why I came. Yes. <laughs> uh, and and just a little backstory on that. When I came, when we got here from my from New Jersey to my my the reason we got here is from the original story that I told on episode one. Right. My my dad fucked up and uh, it led my mom to. I had we had good. Uh, I had good family members that took my mother under the wing, and I say that because it was actually my father's cousins that took my mom under their wing. In Jersey. No, well, they live down here. Already. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, so when they found out what happened with my mother and my dad, they uh, they volunteered to, you know, br- help her down here and kind of set up. So we got sent to Columbia. When this was all happening, we didn't know that none of this happened. We got sent to Columbia to live a little bit so my parents could figure out how to how to split, right? So they figured that out. My mom came to live here in Miami. We came back from Columbia. We spent some like uh, like a few weeks with my dad, and then my dad sent us to came sent us here to Miami. Where my mom already had like a little apartment. We lived in an efficiency in Alapata. Okay. And uh, and and uh, the, the whole point is this: I did I di- I un- one of the reasons I live in the neighborhood I live now is because as a kid I always dreamt of an old Florida home. And like if it, for the guys that are sitting at this table, yeah. If you look at the homes that we live in, these That's are like old school are, Florida yeah. houses. Yeah, you know, yeah. One story. Yeah, the, the ranch style house, you know, yeah. separated from the. the uh, the street, yeah, right. It's 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 cool, you know. It's I, we, my mom never had that, you know. Yeah. I mean? We never had that. So, point is, we didn't grow up, you know. Uh, and this is still middle class, you know. But we didn't grow up at all in this in this uh, scenario. Upper middle. Class. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't get the wrong idea. So, <laughs> sure, fuck it. You know what? There's yes, a, there's you a, know what? There's, there's a Tesla on every other. <laughs> Every other group, you know, there's you know, only, there's only enough parking for two families. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what? That part is exaggerated, but you know what? You're damn right, man. I fucking yeah. work hard for this shit, man. There you, you go. Know? <laughs> so, so the the point is, we didn't grow up in this in this circumstance. Yeah, yeah. We grew up in pretty not good circumstances. You know, in in rougher neighborhoods in Miami. Even when we finally got to Hialeah, that was like an upstep from where we right. came from, right? And we lived on Palm Avenue and like 28th Street. You know what I mean? Uh, close to Fl- uh, Flamingo Park, and uh-huh. when my brother went to Filer, I went to Mayan Walters uh, Elementary. And Filer is also another school that. Uh, <laughs> no, I'll tell you. What. These are elementary schools you guys are talking no, so about. No, Filer is a middle school. Filer is a middle school. Oh, middle right? school. Okay. So, uh, your boy here. Yeah. Wasn't exactly eighth eighth grade, ninth grade. Wasn't the most studious person out there. Uh huh. So, my mom actually. Going into ninth grade, finally moved us out of uh, uh, that Overtown area right. and moved us into Hialeah. Well, your boy, because he wasn't doing the stuff he needed to do in eighth grade when I got to Hialeah High, they were like, oh, no, he failed. He's still in eighth grade. So she takes me over to Filer. So I go to Filer, and she was, he was like, yeah, they were like, yeah, he's going to have to do a second year of eighth grade, you know, you know, eighth grade senior. <laughs> 
Double senior. Yeah, double senior. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, you know, it is what it is. Super duper senior. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. But what I found funny is I'm coming from overtime. I'm coming from Burger T, right? I go into Filer, and I go into Filer, and the kids there are like, hey, man, I've never seen you. Uh, Where yeah. are you coming from? <laughs> and I'm like, dude, are you serious? And these kids, like, they start, like, messing with me. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like dude, trust me, you don't want any of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that what was going down at Burger T, the fights that we were having at Burger T weren't normal everywhere else in the world. Uh-huh. So yeah, yeah. I get into a fight my first day at Filer. Oh, perfect. And the kid is trying to wrestle me. Mm-hmm. Like straight up how like little kids wrestle where they're trying to wrestle to the ground. And I was like, oh, buddy, no. <laughs> That's not how this is going to go. <laughs> so I just started, out of you. I started laying into this kid just like beating the crap. Like I lifted him up, slammed yeah. him on the ground, got on top of him and just started pounding on him. Uh-huh. And everybody else out there is looking at me like, what are you doing? Like, that's not how you <laughs> that's fight. That's not the rules here. <laughs> that's not how you fight. I'm like, no, if you want to fight, this is how we fight. I Luckily, man, we had a good – there was a good uh, counselor there at, uh, at Filer. Uh-huh. Realized that I had no reason being there. Gave me, like, a like a placement test. And I okay. got me placed in ninth grade. I only – I was in fighter for maybe like a week and a half. Oh, and a f- with a fight on, on the your butt. This is the thing that's always surprising about people like from Hialeah. It was like, oh, yeah, Hialeah is good. I'm like, no, it's not. Um, At least coming from Overtown. You know what it is? People no, think it's not. Coming from Overtown. Yeah. Right, you, you, you know why people think the Hialeah is quote-unquote ghetto? Because it's very cultural. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I see what you're saying. You, you follow what I'm saying? It's yeah, very yeah. cultural. So It mimics like the island. The, like, yeah, sure. Yeah, like right? I mean, Yeah, we're talking about Cuba in a yeah, sense, yeah. but... It obviously, it's predominantly Cuban, but it's it's there's all types of Hispanics because right, right, right. because it's predominantly Cuban. Like Hispanics coming from a, abroad into Miami, it's a very comfortable place to go because people speak Spanish. Spanish right, it has nothing to do with the Cuban culture per se. It's just yeah. at least the language they're comfortable and they can survive. I mean, mm-hmm. you mean, you, if you're if you're fresh off of what the plane from any Latin country, you can survive in, in Hialeah because you're gonna communicate. Right, you know. Um, yeah, but I tell people, I was like, all you gotta do to realize that Hialeah isn't ghetto is look at the price of the home prices the price okay. of homes in hialeah are ridiculous mm-hmm. west more than east yeah west no, more than e- east e- even the east side you're looking at you know you're looking mid 30 mid 300 yeah i mean the boom it was stupid <laughs> the boom yeah. you're probably paying five hundred thousand for east side <laughs> you know yeah you're, and you're still only going to find it right around there like an actual standalone single family home you're not gonna find it for less than three, three fifty. Yeah. Unless it's something that's super old that needs a lot of work. So, so that's what I think it is. Like you know, you have you have people on the corner selling fruits. You know, you have they're they're selling peanuts in the corner. That you yeah. have fruit stands. You have the guy on his truck. You know, selling mangoes there, or a guy that cuts knives off his truck, like, or selling cocos. You know, like coconuts, yeah, 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 cocoa, yeah. Wa- coconut water. So for I, for somebody who's it. not, I love it. That doesn't understand that culture. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. They're like, they think they're in a third world country, mm-hmm. you know. So that that could see how that could look like, you know, how if you if you're not if you don't understand third world countries, right, 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 that may look hoodish to your ghetto in a certain way. Yeah, right. because it yeah. doesn't have a lot of the amenities. No, it, it has more than. Well, more I'm, than I'm, I'm sure you get your to you get your food in the corner, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's an amenity. <laughs> in fact, it'll drive by in your front of your house and they'll sell the food in front of your house. <laughs> yeah, I get what you're saying. <laughs> but you understand? What I, I get mean. it. I get it. I get it. This, this is what I love about like the the neighborhoods in Miami. Yeah. You know, people come down here to Miami and they go to you know vacation. They go to South Beach. They go to Miami Beach and then they don't leave there. Right, right. But if you want to get the real flavor of Miami, man, you go into these you know inland mm-hmm, a little bit, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. little Haiti. Yeah, yeah. Wingwood, Overtown, right. Hialeah, uh, Little Havana. 
that's the real Miami. Yeah, sure, I would agree with that. That's the real Miami. Yeah, and it, there's so much flavor down that. here that's it's amazing. It's that's like when you normally travel like yeah. to another country. Are you gonna visit the touristy spots or you like want to find like those gems? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I get so when you, if you ever come down to Miami, on a side note, now that we're on that, we gotta get back to our topic. But if you ever come down to Miami. Make sure you go to a Cuban restaurant, have Cuban food. You have to do that unless you go to Cuba, you know. And even then, you have to be careful what you're eating. But it but can't be a chain either. But no, yeah, yeah. sure. Go, go. Eh, you know, some chains are okay, yeah. you know. Um, like Las Vegas is fine. You know, there's some chains that are good, you know. Um, <laughs> what, 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 what's your... Naranja. No, like, if, if you're telling me, like, I'm not going chain. Oh, yeah, yeah. I get it. I'm, yeah, I'm no. not going Isla chain. Canarias, you want to Isla Canarias? Uh, Isla Canarias, that's not a chain. Yeah, they have like three or four, bro. Yeah, but you, it's not a chain like uh, like Las Vegas is. Uh, okay. They no, have like three or four, too. I mean, yeah, it's not that much bigger. No, but you're talking about something that started really small. Sure, sure, sure. And yeah, yeah, they grew up. And just kind of grew. Yeah. Okay. You know, like, I'm not, I'm not going to tell anybody to go to like Carreta or anything. Right, right, right. <laughs> like that, you know? I mean, the famous one is like, the tourists go to is Versailles. Versailles. Yeah. Yeah, mm. but Versailles, like Versailles, I think it's more of a cultural stop than a food spot. Right, 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 right. There's much better Cuban food all over the of place. Course, of right. course. Right. So anyway, so if you're coming down, right. have Cuban <laughs> food <laughs> and make sure ask for a colada. And drink the whole thing in one shot. Yeah. One shot, huh? <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't share with anybody. Don't share with anybody. <laughs> they're going to try to trick you. They're going to give you these little cups. Don't, 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 don't. Drink the whole thing. Drink the, whole, the whole thing. thing. Yeah. Right. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> that liquid crack, man. I stay with that shit, man. Yeah. Anyways, going back. So the point is, I think all of us didn't grow up in, um, in some of the best circumstances. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And I think that made us the men that we are today. Is my point. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not my mom hanging out in the corner. I'm in middle school and I'm waiting for the bus and my mom's waiting in the corner. Right. You know what? I need to get into the fights that I need to get into. Mm-hmm. I need to have the adversity I need to get to. I think this is my opinion now than later. You know, uh, if you're worrying about obviously the, the, the circumstances of uh, an active shooter or, or some kidnapper, some rapist, I mean, I, I get that. I get that. But still, statistically rare. Right in the grand scheme of things, if you take I remember that take existed when I was a if kid. If yeah. you take four hundred million people in the United States and you do the math, it's like very statistically rare. Look, I live in Coral Springs. I won't tell you where exactly in Coral Springs. I live in Coral Springs. <laughs> people from my community were killed in Parkland. You yeah, know, the, the Parkland is literally down the street from yeah. my house. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, so, and I still think it's statistically rare. Okay. No, it is. It is. Horrible, and it shouldn't happen ever, ever. Mm-hmm. Um, but nevertheless, I, 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 I'm not gonna follow my kid to high school, man. You know, I'm not gonna follow my kid to high school. I'm not gonna sit in front of the high school. I mean, if I was a street cop and I had the 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 honor to be able to protect the school, I'll be proud to do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That that's awesome because I want to be th- I want to be that guy that day. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, if 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 it happens, you know. But uh, but I just think that my, there's gonna be you're gonna be hindering growth instead of actually uh, for as much good as you think you're doing, you're doing I think a disservice to your children as well. Yeah, you're just building dependency, right? More more than anything else. Right. And that's my opinion, 100. percent No, I I I agree with it uh, based upon I guess my experience growing up too. I mean, I remember there we would have like alerts to watch out for this person. This person's been on the like he's been seen like around the school and right right. There, I remember in middle school, there would like be random photo- photos just like lining or on your way. If you're walking to school, you'd see like random photos sometimes when we got that warning of like somebody just some guy just threw out naked pictures of himself. Right. You know, right, right. There was there was warnings for to watch out for that shit. Right, but right. 
just because my parents weren't walking me to school doesn't mean that they were bad parents. Like literally when I got home, they weren't home. They were at work. Right. So that's character. Right. It, yeah. it honestly does. So did you finish your homework when my parents got home? That was a question. Did you do what you need to do? Did you guys eat? It's not again that they were bad parents. They right. it's we I guess we just had a different mindset. Different too, times. Well. Yeah, different different, times. it was a completely different time. And, like, and look, and let me sit here and tell you right now, short of the kidnapper, I guess if you're sitting in front of the bus stop and a kidnapper is going to really avoid there because there's adults sitting there. I, I can see that happening. You know what I mean? Um, but if it's an active, uh, a lone crazy shooter, it doesn't matter if you're sitting right there at all. He's going to he's gonna do what he's going to do because it is he decided that he's going to do it that day. You know? Uh, no, sure, you're going to be able to respond. My point is not going to stop that guy that day no, from yeah. deciding to do what he's going to do. You know? Right, right. Uh, that, ha- that, that action of stopping that guy had to have occurred already. You know, it's not going to stop at that moment. Yeah, yeah. You know? uh, and that's just my soapbox. But, uh, you know, you raise your kids how you want. But well, Let me ask you, the, the two parents in the room, um, solicited or unsolicited advice, like even probably more so for you, Kevin, uh, when it comes to raising a child. Mm-hmm. And opposed to you, like you have a little bit more experience in, like uh, giving that advice to newer parents. Do you feel the need to do that more? And do you like what advice have you like accepted or just is really annoying to hear? Let's start with like Kevin, I guess. So I, I would take all the advice that somebody gives me, if you and I are in the position where I should be taking advice from you. Okay. So for example, Eddie came over. You know, uh, after the kid was born, and g- give me a couple of advice about yeah, what yeah. he should be and shouldn't be doing. I'm going to take Eddie's advice. Mm-hmm. But me and Eddie are close. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're friends. Right, right. You know, at least my part. Sort of. <laughs> He's never told me we are, but I think we are. Um, well, when your wife hits on me. <laughs> <laughs> Eskimo Brothers. That's an accident. Eskimo Brothers. I will call it. you a friend. <laughs> I believe her, and she told me it was an accident. Twice. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't get it right the first time. <laughs> I thought you guys were brothers when I first saw you, too. <laughs> so, uh, like, I would definitely take Eddie's advice. Um, there's, you know, people that we have at the gym. Right. You know, Rosie, that yeah, yeah. she has experience. Right. Yeah. Uh, about certain things, whether it be, you know, just <laughs> nursing or her herself. She has three kids. But, again, I have that relationship with her. You can. Where I'm going to accept her advice. All right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But if I don't know you and I tell you I have a kid, don't tell me what to do with my kid. Unless mm-hmm. it's something like, hey, by the way, I got all three of my kids into Harvard. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. Doctors. Right. Here's yeah. what you should do. I'd be like, all right, tell me. <laughs> Talk you know, to me. <laughs> Talk to me. Give me all your secrets. <laughs> but, like. Beat it, them. It, yeah. A lot. <laughs> And I will do it. <laughs> <laughs> but that, it's, it's one of those things, like, I think sometimes it's just, I think, I, I don't know what it is about when you tell somebody that you're having a kid that they just want to tell you. What to do? What to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, don't feed them like this or do this for them or don't do that for them. And you're like, dude, just go away. For, for me, like, when I, when I hear, obviously, I'm involved in stories that, like, with people that just had kids or right. newer parents. So I would, I, would, I would never, I'm never the one to say, okay, this is what you need to do. So anything, any of my experiences that I have with children are my nieces and nephews, which I have a lot, right? It's not the same as having my own kid, but sure. I get it. Sure. And my large family that I grew up with, with had a lot of kids. So I saw what my parents did to raise them. So I, I take it as they did a pretty good job with us. So I, I take a lot of those lessons from their example and not necessarily <laughs> give advice, but just say, I always say like, when, when I was growing up, this is what we did. This is what we did. This is what we did. It's not saying that, okay, this is how you need to raise them. You shouldn't be so protective. 
you shouldn't be this, you shouldn't be that. Again, I may not agree with it, and I'm not going to say my opinion when it comes to that because I understand the delicate nature right, right. when it comes to raising your own kids. Like, that's just something like you, unless you have that relationship with, relationship with somebody, you really can't touch it, right? So I just don't really say much when it comes to advice. It's just, I don't know. It, sometimes it sounds like I've had kids before because of just all the stuff that I've experienced, like in, in, my, in the size of my family, but it's, it's, it's really not the case. It's just my experience growing up is usually the, That's the standpoint I take it from. Yeah. I just yeah. think you have to be careful with like strangers' kids too. <laughs> like I've had friends tell me that, you know, people in the grocery store have tried to pick up their kids. And I'm like, no, nah, I probably go to jail. Exactly. Yeah. And even though it's like, you know, from the store she told us, you know, it's an older older lady. All right. You know. Down like, oh, you mean like pick them up from the ground, like to put them somewhere or whatever? No, just to like pick them up to like hold them. Nah, mm-hmm. nigga. Really nah, nah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't go to jail for yeah. that, but that's, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. definitely yeah. weird, man. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like, no, don't touch anybody else's kids. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. you know what? Like, I felt weird, like, over this, uh, the cruise that I just went on. Um, they had a theater on the, like a movie theater on the cruise, and they were showing like, in theater movies, Disney movies, because a Disney cruise. So I thought it was pretty cool. Like the movies that are in theater, yeah, right, right, are on the cruise. So it's like you're That's not cool. watching, you're not watching old movies, and they have show times or stuff like that. Yeah, but the theater is like ultra. Obviously, they're fitting this inside of a a ship that also has like a Broadway theater on top of that. So it's like you know, it's very compact, and the 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 seating is is long, but the gap between your the front the seat in front of you is very minimal. In fact, when you sit there, we're talking about maybe you have four inches from your knee to the seat, the seat in front of you. It's very tight. If you even put your leg, if you even cross your leg, you'll probably hit somebody. Let's just put it that way. You know, you hit somebody in front. So this family's trying to come across, right? And, the, and most of the family kind of gets it. They're trying to like hop over legs or whatever. Right. Because their seats were being held by another family member. Mm-hmm. And this kid kind of get, like, gets left behind. It's like, I don't know, four or five-year-old. And he's trying to navigate himself. And he's kind of stuck like before my wife. So I'm like... <sighs> Kind of felt kind of with the family already made it through, and he's already like three, four seats behind the family. Right. So I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I grabbed the kid. And you lost him. <laughs> you threw him no, across ten But seats. I, I picked him up and I <laughs> and I passed him like right away. Right, and right. It felt weird. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They were appreciative, believe it or not. You know what I mean? But it, but I, 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 I was so like reserved. Yeah, like uh, okay they didn't ask me or anything the kids just like he felt weird like moving us out of the way he was scared he already got so separated from his family a four-year-old gets scared right away like you get far enough from your family like these kids don't know what to do anymore it's like the like in a crowd it's like a bug's life when like the leaf falls in front of the line they're like what do we do (laughs) you (laughs) know references man they're on point aren't they (laughs) 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 for the last two episodes they've been on point that was a great Rafiki reference I learned a lot from Rafiki (laughs) did you not did you see the new Lion yeah. King? The no, I had the quote unquote live action, the CGI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everybody calls it live action. It's just so weird, yeah. <laughs> so, it was <laughs> real <laughs> lions. They were <laughs> <laughs> talking. That's Beyonce. <laughs> Beyonce turned into a lion. And what's his name? Uh, Childish Gambino uh, was Don Simba. Glover. Yeah, yeah, Simba. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man. Yeah. So, anyways, I felt weird picking up the kid. Yeah, and I, I, don't, I don't want to ever. But that's weird. That is weird, man. I haven't seen that. It hasn't happened in my life yet where, like, some random person tried to pick up my kid, man. Yeah. Well, when you. When kids you don't play with my kid. Like, people, like, if my kids are in a shopping cart and they're, like, the full, like, Maybe make yeah. faces, make faces or say hi. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's fine. Right, 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 that, right. That's cool. Yeah. You know, but yeah, like even when you uh when you on the gym, they used to bring Joshy that you guys had on the playpen. Yeah, yeah. 
Josh always was trying to get out of the playpen. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Always, he wanted to walk around the gym. Mm-hmm. You know, and anybody who could, he could grab somebody's hand and yeah. be like, Let's "You're mine. Walk. You yeah, fucked yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You fucked up." <laughs> <laughs> like Josh, didn't understand. It was like when it was with his parents. Josh, you all understood. It's like, hey, somebody's holding my hand. Yeah, we could walk around we could, the gym. We now. can do it. I'm yeah. good. Right. Yeah. But even when he did that, when you were around, I was like, hey, I, I would always ask yeah, you, yeah, like, yeah. Hey, do you want me to take him out? Or is this cool? And you choose your poison. It's on you, bro. You know, before he took somebody else's kid, man. There are different like family dynamics too, right? Like in my family is like it was a community involvement in what kind of raising the child. Well, to a certain extent, it's not like third cousins were going to have an opinion or it'd be allowed to like rear your child in any specific way. But if we're like at a family function, you won't necessarily know where your child is. Like, right. Does that make sense? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. not worried about it. You're not worried about yeah, it. Like yeah, yeah. literally it could be your aunt. It's like You're your good. child is passed around. You right. should yeah, not th- be worried about wh- it. That's where the, the village mentality comes in. You yeah. Know, yeah, it yeah, takes yeah. A village. Mm. But you, that is your village town. Right. Exactly. Right. Oh, it's so not just a random walking down the street. And then w- were you the village I, idiot? I kind of was, man. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember my time. during. <laughs> yeah, so, so you look at it as, you know, t- depending what village you're in. So like right now, uh, in our village here, uh-huh. you know, inside is Eddie's wife, my wife, and Eddie's two kids and my son. Yeah. Right. We're not worried. And the random yeah. black guy. Yeah. You know? right. No, the random, <laughs> the, random bla- <laughs> the random black the token guy, guy is at, uh, at the table because we're not going to leave him around. <laughs> <our> <laughs> <house>. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> otherwise. <laughs> you, can, you can play with our kids all you want, bro. <laughs> we're, we're not going to leave you around the wives. We know better. So uh, as far as advice, man, like um, uh, my, my l- perspective of life, Mm-hmm. And I'm being very serious with you guys. The last three years, basically since I no, you know, the last let's call it the last five six years, right? Bro, I've tried to be like so like I don't give a shit, but in a good way. Like I'm happy about life, man. Okay. I try not to stress about things. Um, yeah. So like when people tell me their advice about kids or whatever, I just smile. Yeah, my smile. I take it in because you know they may say something is important, not important. You know, something that makes sense that doesn't make sense, and if it doesn't, just put it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, un- unless it later down the road I see and I go, oh shit, that's what they're talking about. Right, you know? right, right. And if not, it's not. Now, what I t- what I try to tell people when, when I give like let's say when I told Kevin whatever I told them or or anybody else or kids, I actually it's more like I try to say, hey, look out for this more than do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that, that's kind of that, like my that's important. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Hey, because your kid's gonna be a totally different kid than mine. Right. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe is, but if they do, hey, hey, just uh, this is kind of an experience like with my wife, right? Like, you know, if if my wa- if your wife uh, is start is trying to show like these issues, right? Just know that postpartum depression is a real thing. Right, right. You know, it's real. So if you if you see this, just FYI, man, just keep an eye out for it. Right. It exists. It's not like hey. Make sure you X, Y, Z because this is going to happen to your wife. May or may not happen. You know what I mean? But that's kind of like, uh, it's more like, hey, man, I will have some hard times because this happens. So just keep an eye out for it. Like when people get pregnant now, like the first thing I tell them is like, if your chick gets swollen or if it's a girl, say, hey, if you just get randomly. So I probably even told you this thing. If they get swollen for no damn reason, like bad, go get preclamsin test. Like right away just go get tested right away because you know it happened to us right my wife was stupid stupid swollen we just thought being swollen is part of a pregnancy women get swollen you know they get the freaking penguin water or whatever it is you know but my wife's swollenness was 
you know, an emergency. Okay. It wasn't just because it's part of the pregnancy. So don't. Uh, no, th- th- that I completely understand. Like, um, so one of the things that happened with my wife, the reason that she, so my wife gave birth at 37 weeks. Right. So the reason she gave birth at 37 weeks was because about four or five days before that, she just started getting itchy. So her thing was like, oh, you know, it's her hormones are jumping all over the part place. of the pregnancy, right? It's part of the pregnancy. We switched up the detergents. We switched up uh, the bed sheets. Right, right. You know, we washed everything. It was like, oh, you know, maybe had a an allergic reaction to something. We check it out. We randomly told the uh, we randomly told the the doctor because we happen to have a. No, sorry. She called the doctor because we were gonna have an appointment with them in a couple of days. Right. And she told him they're like, all right, come in. So it ended up being that she has this thing called cholestasis where I guess the liver is not uh, properly processing the bile that comes from the gallbladder. And because of that, we had to, uh, you know, go give, uh, have her induced a little bit earlier. Okay. But that's one of the things I've told people now is like, hey, you notice that you're getting itchy? Kind of like what Same you thing. Said, you're okay, you're yeah. Just you know, have a look out for this. Like, I don't try to correct anybody. That's, uh, I think, the one uh, thing yeah, that that's another thing. Like yeah, the correction. Pe- people are trying to yeah. correct you while you're doing something. Like, oh, you're not holding the, the angle. You're not holding the, the angle of the um, the bottle correctly when you're feeding the baby. Right. You know, it's like, dude, come on. The baby's fine. Let me. Yeah. I'm doing what I'm doing. But besides that, like, little Little tips of advice, yeah, I'll take them, but don't correct me while I'm doing something. I got you. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Or tell me how I'm doing something wrong. Like, my kid hates to be changed. Mm. He hates to be changed. When I'm changing him, you know, we've had people be like, oh, he shouldn't be crying that much. Give him a pacifier. And I'm like, all right, put a pacifier <laughs> in his mouth. That kid does not he care. Does <laughs> shit. He doesn't want to be changed. He does not care. He's going to spit that. He, he, you're gonna, he's going to have the pacifier in his mouth. And he's going to be screaming at the top of his lungs. Yeah. He doesn't like being changed. Right, right, right. You know, like, if people think it's like, it's like common sense things. Like, oh, you think I didn't try that? Right. Yeah, I get yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. My my mother, uh, my mom's is. I'm fortunate. My mom's not the type of mom that gets involved in our marriage. She doesn't want to, you know. She'll probably tell me things like, "Hey, be patient," you know, things like that, you know. But she won't be like, "Hey, you're doing this to your wife, or or your wife's like this with you, or you should raise your kid like this." None of that, you know. But she is definitely a person I'll I'll listen to because not only does she raise all of us well, right? We all we all turned out pretty be good kids. Um, she raised other people's kids that turned out to be good kids and she had her own little daycare and stuff like that. So like things like my mom gave me advice the other day, man, that was like made sense to me mm-hmm. is that when you, when you have to talk to your child, like I'm talking to Joshua, for example, right? I have to t- like tell him something, teach him something or scold him. Right. Um, she goes, you want to go down to their eye level. So a lot of times kids, you think kids aren't listening to you mm-hmm. that they don't want to look you in the eye. What happens is actually it hurts them to look up. <laughs> Right, so like you're standing over them, yeah. like blah, 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 blah. and they're like they can't keep their head up to listen to you. Yeah. So that's something that I learned from my mom. Like, oh, you know what? That makes sense. You know, you're you're telling your kid off. He doesn't want to look at you. Right. Then you get pissed off because the kid's not looking, looking at you. They're looking down and like, right. look at me when I talk <laughs> to you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it hurts their neck. <laughs> right. To be literally looking hurts. at you like, like at that angle. It's a very, very acute angle. <laughs> <laughs> obtuse, yeah. acute, whatever. Acute, yeah, acute. <laughs> Sharp. I'm gonna say Steve. obtuse. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you know, like little advice like that. Like, yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. take it all day, man. Right, right. I'll take it all day because you know it makes sense. Now, like when I try talking to my kid, I go down to my knee, 
and I like look at him directly and, and try to get this message. So she kind of pulled like a Caesar Milan in South Park. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. little, little kid. Get my KFC. Have you tried that on them before? No. <laughs> <laughs> Would you be willing to? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Oh. <laughs> so anyways, man, congratulations being a new dad, man. Absolutely, bro. It's yeah, fun. Um, so I always this is something I always tell other dads. Me personally, <laughs> um, I say, uh, like for dads, I don't think you get to like your kid's cute right now. It's cute. He's a little thing, but he's just kind of there. You know, he just yeah, he, he, he's in. The, I had a friend call it the pet rock stage. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know, it's it's one of those things where like you, uh, your kid gets fun like around two, three for a dad. For a dad, like two or three, like when they're starting to communicate a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. And they're talking a little bit more. And like when you, you can throw them around Exactly. A bit. Like that's when, that's when like it's a blast, man. Like I, I bring the kid out here to the mats, man. Yeah. Throw him around and he just it's a good time, man. You can play games with him. You can run around. You can chase. He could be the monster. You know, like it's it's fun, man, for, yeah, for, for a dad around that age, man. I'm looking forward to it, but I'm enjoying it also right now. Also. Sure, sure. Of course. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I bet. You'll yeah. forget. It. I mean, not forget about it, but it, it goes fast. And, and so definitely take it in, man. Take yeah, it it's, in. it's a little different. Like, even now, like, there's been days that, you know, from one day to another, he already looks different. I'm like. Who are you? Yeah, this is going too fast, man. Going <laughs> too God, fast. He's got a mop on his head, too, man. Yeah, he's he got does. A, he's got a he's full head here. Yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <he> <laughs> Hopefully, it looks like, you know. Me? Her. her. Oh, her? Yeah. Whoa. You remember that picture that I put to the our little chat group, man, about who uh, who got drafted or which one? There was a there was a group of kids. Oh yes, a, a tall white the, kid. The there was like <laughs> smallest black kid. <laughs> yep, number twenty five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but actually, I, there's one thing that I don't think I got to answer really quick. I'm sorry. Is um, we talked about. Uh, compassion. Mm-hmm. If you feel you're more compassionate after you have after you had a child, or something to that effect. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think I answered that question from my perspective. Okay, um, give, give it to me. I'm gonna disagree only because you don't think you become more compassionate. Well, for me. Okay. For me, uh, only because because you guys cited some situations in regards to how the kids pain, exactly. Right, right. And for me is when I see that again. Uh, I talked about like when I see kids running around, I understand their kids. It's just the parents that don't pay attention. that bother me Mm -hmm. for this is I get upset when other people get upset at that because they don't realize the kids in a confined (laughs) space, they may be going through something personally. They don't know how to express. Right. Right. So they're dealing and reacting with it or they're just complete little assholes. Right. It could be just (laughs) that or just overreacting, but I don't blame the child. If that makes sense. How many people do you think are like you? Not, Not a lot. Okay. But again, so, so it's a unique experience. This is you. for me. Yeah. And, then, yeah. and just being for like, um, I don't know how else to describe it is. I just understand. I have a, a bigger level of understanding for those situations sure, sure, sure. because of, again, my past experiences. Yeah, sure. I, but I, 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 I agree with you because yeah. I know who you are. Right. OK. Yeah. Uh, but I think that there's less people like you in your circumstances like me, like not a father. And, right. Right. You know, right. And or a mother. That aren't like you. I think. Uh, yeah, listen, yeah. I, I'm to blame too. Like me, like I, if I were getting a plane <laughs> before kids, and and I got stuck behind the or in front of the one kid that's gonna cry the entire flight, I'm like, oh, yeah, why yeah. me? Yeah, yeah. You know, why me? Especially a five hour flight. So it's uh. So I think you're, you're the what is it? The exception, not the rule. The yeah. exception to the rule. So I mean, I'll take that. But yeah, but that's I guess my own little opinion. And kids are gonna be kids, man. I mean, what, what, what can you re- what can you really do? They are going to be kids. They're selfish. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's 
takes, I don't, I don't know, maybe I'm speaking from, or no, I'm speaking from personal experiences. I didn't do that when I was out in public. Yeah. You know well, what I mean? So, like, I wasn't running around, so, like, my mom always kind of kept it very, very strict. Sure, 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 sure. You stay right next to me. You don't move yeah. around, you know? The only time, really, the only time that I kind of get really bothered by is when we're at the gym. Okay. And, and I've told people straight out. To oh, them, where they don't watch their kids. They don't yeah, care. They're, they're yeah, grabbing yeah. the kettlebells and the barbells. Yeah, yeah. And kids they, are kids are going to die. Safety issues. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The only thing I'm worried about is that, you know, we have people, you know, because we do CrossFit, you know, you have people kind of like just letting go of weight sometimes. Right. And you got a you random know, kid just running in the middle of everything. Yeah, you yeah, got a random yeah. kid just running around. And I've had people tell me like, hey, man, that kid's running around. I'm like, I'm done saying anything. Yeah. I was like, because when something drops on them, I'm like, that's going to be the parents' fault. Right. And it kind of sucks to say that, but it's just one of those things like you have to like, I don't know. In that situation, it's like you have to control your kids. Yeah, you yeah. have to. It, it's not about <coughs> them being a good kid or them being a bad kid. It's now the kid is around a dangerous environment. Right. Yeah. 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 There was a lawsuit. I was really, I was really like reading a thing about like frivolous lawsuits, like stupid lawsuits, right? Where like the company settled, like major companies, right? Like, like I'll give you an example, like, uh, and, we'll, and I'll bring this back to kids, but. Uh, where a person puts it on cruise control and they fall asleep because they thought it meant autopilot. Right. You okay. Know? And the yeah, car yeah. crashes and they still sue and they get money out of it. You yeah. know? Um, so it's one of these things where the kid is Sears, I believe, and the kid's running around like an asshole, like all over. The parents aren't saying a thing to the kids or to the kid. And the kid slips and falls like on like wet, like a mopped floor or okay. whatever, right? And let's say it, it does have a sign and everything, mm-hmm. you know, it's like wet floor or whatever. It's a little kid. And they sue because the employee never told the kid that they couldn't run around. You know? So that's kind of what they go, fuck it. I'm not going to say shit anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not, not that it would be your fault as an employee. What I'm saying is, like, it's that's how stupid the, the world yeah. could be. I know? get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. It's so. just because I've seen it from the other extreme also. Like, you know, with... Uh, with Julio and Lynn, right? That the the kids the kids are full of energy. Oh yeah, those kids, both of their kids were full of energy, but they knew when the workout was going on, they stayed still. They yeah. stayed still, man. Yeah, yeah. they didn't move. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, so it's kind of like one of those things is you have to you have to your kids. Like my mom, I remember mom was like, "Hey, we're going in this house. Uh, don't you know, touch anything. Don't, don't do anything. <laughs> don't touch anything. Don't do anything. Don't ask for anything. <laughs> yeah. Right? If they ask you what you want to drink and you want something to drink, the only thing you're allowed to drink is water. Yeah. <laughs> was it a Circus City commercial where the wife and the husband are about to go to or Best Buy? They're about to go into Best Buy and she goes, okay, before we go in, <laughs> <laughs> don't touch anything. We're going to get what we're going to get and we're going to leave. He's like, okay. The door's open. He goes running. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll admit that, man, because in my mind, like my childhood, I was a perfect child. Right. But my mom tends to remind me how awful I really was as a kid. Right. right? But and I would remember more and more, especially when we went school shopping. That was the worst time for my mom, like the worst, because I was one of those kids that hated to see my brothers getting like uh, they're buying stuff for my brothers instead of me. Right. Even though I already got all my shit. <laughs> like, like I was just one of those. And then. Also, we were the type of kids sometimes where we had that open space and you saw those clothes racks with the circular clothes racks, right? So we would hide in those sometimes. And my mom would be freaking out, like trying to find us. Right. We're just pissed off because she knows where we are and we're acting up. She told us not to act up and we did it anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> I remember, like, again, that's like a, a more recollection. Like, kids are going to be kids. Like, yeah. it, sometimes the parents can't do as long as they're actually making an effort. Then wh- what else can you really do? I mean, like as a... So what's the first movie that, as a dad, 
you can't wait to show your kid. Ooh. Has to be Top Gun. Or it could even be a show, man. I don't, I don't know. Uh, but shit, you already said it off the top of your head for no, sure. No, 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 that was a joke. That was a joke <laughs> from last time. <laughs> yeah, I think it has to deal. I think it depends on age. Mm-hmm. But like we're saying first. Let's say, let's say, obviously there's going to be new movies at the time when he's ready right, to right. go to movies. But like, like you're going to sit down and say, hey, let's watch this movie together. Whatever age. Call the, call the age. Like I would be excited like in a couple years, like when he's two or something. Two. Or, or maybe like a year old. Right. I'm, the thing is, I'd want them to enjoy it. Right. Not to just be looking at the pretty colors. Uh, like, my favorite Disney movie was, like, Aladdin. Okay. okay. Like, I would love to be able to sit down and watch Aladdin with them and see if they enjoyed it. Okay. You know, like, right now, we've on the way here. Three. Wait for three. On the way here, because he was, like, getting a little fussy in the car. Like, my wife put uh, Sesame Street on on the phone. You know, he has no connection. No, mm-hmm. no, sorry. Not, he, actually, yeah. She put on Sesame Street. He didn't like it. Okay. But then she put on Tom and Jerry because she used to like Tom and Jerry when she was a kid. Oh, nice. And he chilled out for a little bit. Like, he watched, like, a whole... I'm not sure if you guys remember this, but, like, those cartoons were only, like, about seven minutes long. Back yeah, then. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Little segments. There were yeah. segments. Yeah, uh-huh. so like, little segments. Like, I remember them being longer, but, like, she well, put Well, it was a 20-minute, 30-minute, but it was multiple segments right. in the 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. But she put on, like, a little seven-minute video of, like, Tom and Jerry, you know, as he was in the car. Like, he doesn't understand anything. And he, I'm pretty sure he's just looking at the pretty colors. Yeah, and the noises. And the noises. But, like, I could see in the rearview mirror that he was, like, staring at that photo. And I'm like, right. that's cool. It's like, I want to be able to, like, show him something like that. You know, okay. like Aladdin. Yeah, then maybe, like, a lo- once he gets, like, a little bit older, maybe, like, uh, I don't know. Like, I would love to show him, like, like military-style movies, you know. Uh, Major like, Pain. No, like, Full Metal Jacket. <laughs> Platoon. <laughs> well, yeah, like, Full Metal Jacket. Hill. And stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The only thing I'm worried about is. And I find it funny because somebody asked me this the other day, and maybe I'll ask you is, would you let your kids join the service? Yes. I'm not sure if I would. I don't care. Okay. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. Like, the way the way I saw it is, like, as much as I love my <coughs> time in, I I used it as a stepping stone. Sure. You know, to, That's fine. Uh, to, get, to go further in life. Okay. But I did it more as... Well, now that when somebody asked me, I was like, I'm not sure if I want my kids to go through the same thing. Like, I want something. So, know, like, so for me, it's uh, like if they were to go in, I wouldn't want them to go in enlisted. I wanted to be an officer. Sure. But then you have the issue with that. Is they would have to go to college. Right. Yeah. Already. Yeah. So. So, I mean, unless they go to ROTC. Right. But if you have a kid like that gets, you know, everybody thinks they're going to have the perfect child. And, and, and that's not the truth. Right. Gee, I have yeah, three I kids yeah, and yeah. one's in college now. But. My next one may not turn out to be like him or, or as decisive or, or as driven. You, we don't know, right? So I think that it's, for my kids, they have three choices. That's it. They get a vocation, which I'm fine with too, which is great. They'll yeah, get a job right away and they're going to have a skill and they're going to probably make more money than some college students, most college students, right? Okay. Um, they go to college for a STEM. If it's not a STEM, I don't, they don't, I don't help them. I'm being straight yeah, up at yeah. all because they're gonna waste their time, you know. Um, or they join the military, and it's not because it, you should serve or whatever. I want them to have to get a skill, to grow up, to get some life skills. You know what I mean? Like be independent and be independent. Because if those three things don't happen, they don't live with me. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like, and I'm not saying this like I get you. I'm not saying this like 
as my kids are five and three, and you don't know how I'm going to feel when they're 18. Of course. I have a 22-year-old mm-hmm. that he wanted to go to a degree. For, he wanted to get a degree for music, and I said, that's cool. But also. But I'm not paying for shit. No. Not even. I'm not helping you for food. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Okay. That's why he's doing engineering, and now I'm helping him with stuff. And the reason why is because even though his passion is music, I want him to have a good job, mm-hmm. and then he could always delve into music as an engineer. Yeah. Okay. With his own money you know? to support his hobby. Correct. Or, 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 yeah, it could have a... Turn to a passion. Sure, 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 sure. So, so that's just me because as a parent, I feel like I'm doing a disservice to him by you could be whoever you want to be and okay. blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Sure, that's true. You could be whoever you want to be, but if it's off my back, yeah. you're going to do X, Y, Z. Okay. And if it's not off my back, you do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. So it, it, I, I do see, I do say it with true sentiment. Okay. You know, so we're back, we're back to. Yeah, let's, let's not get, yeah. get too far away from that. So what would you, well, you've already. Oh, I mean, obviously I would want it to be an officer or. or, or no, no, that's not what I meant. I'm, I'm talking about if, get back to your original question. Oh, the movie. The movie. No, I'll go with him first. Um, you, threw, you did it backwards on us last time, so I did. Uh, well, for me, I used to always say I would want my child, uh, if I ever had one, to watch certain things when I was a kid, like The Muppet Show. Right. Like that was like one of the biggest things for me, like The Muppet Show, Fraggle Rock, Fraggle Rock, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that was like the the whole spin. I can't, can't, I can't believe that was on HBO, man. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah, I think it was The Muppet Show for me. That and oh shit, it was a movie. Damn, I can't remember. No, let's just stick with the Muppet Show. The Muppet Show was the biggest for me. Yeah, like I, I never watched. Like I don't remember Sesame Street from when I was a kid. I didn't watch Sesame Street. You know what I remember watching a lot, and I think it made a huge difference. Mm. Is reading Rainbow. Ah, reading Rainbow. The reading Rainbow. Lavar Burton. Yeah, yeah, that's legit. Yeah, yeah. I like the DMX version. I think that's one of the reasons that like I like reading so much now. That show, really that, that yeah, show had an impact, dead, man. I'm it was good. That was well, all the shows on PBS, man. Mr. Yeah. Rogers, One Two Three Contact. Yeah. Was, was Yo Gabba uh, Gabba on PBS or no? I don't know. That's after my time. Oh, yeah, that's after our time. That's your. No, I mean that's, that's after my time. Ta- no. That's way after my time too. With kids. Yeah, but yeah. No, your time with kids. I'm talking about. Oh no 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 yeah. no, no, no no even with my son. Uh, I don't think he saw that one. I can't remember. But I was trying to remember whether it was on PBS or not. Okay. No, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but they were all they're all phenomenal shows, man. And even still, like PB, uh, like I'll, I'll put on a uh, Sesame Street now, and it's still, still pretty legit, man. It's good. It's good. I remember there was one about a dog. Remember there was like a little dog that would travel through time. It was like Ooh, a I little. That one. Oh man! Talking about Mr. Peabody? No. No. It was like a little dog, and he would travel through time, and I, I don't know. He'd like go back to like Robin Hood days and medieval times, and then he go into the future. And you sure, it wasn't Mr. Peabody. Nah, man. <laughs> <laughs> so on my end, man, I'm pretty hardcore about like showing my kids old cartoons. Okay. Like I have been in uh so right now we're watching the entire nineteen nineties X Men series. <laughs> <laughs> we started with that. Uh-huh. Uh like a few episodes here and there because he kinda gets distracted. There's just so much media available now to kids. Yeah, that, there is. Yeah, that yeah. they don't stick to like one thing for a long time, mm-hmm. you know. So like I gotta kinda force feed them. Um uh, we've been through a sh- crap load of uh of Animaniacs. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. and Tiny Toons. All right, you not know? bad. Yeah, yeah. So that's kinda where we're going. As far as movie, what movie we're gonna like, I really want to show him when he gets older. Ah, I don't like that. That's a tough one. That's a tough one, man. But I think it's going to be, uh, you know, like some like nasty horror film. 
Oh, you want to traumatize yeah. your children? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see how he's going to react. I don't know, man. I don't know if it's going to be Friday the 13th. Watch like or... Evil Dead or something. Yeah. Like something like, just yeah, gory just like, for no reason. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, we saw, uh, you know, Evil Dead got redone recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So before we went to go watch it, I told my wife, I was like, hey, you know, there's a remake from like the 80s. She's like, oh, cool, let's watch it. I was like, all right, let's watch it. Mm-hmm. I remember it being so much scarier. Okay. Right? Yeah. But then you look at it and it looks so, it, it's still fun. It's, it's just so, cheesy as hell, it, right? It's so cheesy. Yeah, yeah. It looks so tacky. <laughs> You're like, this is the best. This is I awesome. remember like uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2 scared the hell out of me where I had to walk out of the room. Really? Like, I, I couldn't watch it. Yeah. I was a puss. I was a puss. I, like, I was like freaking maybe 18 years old to watch scary movies, man. Like really? Exorcist. Yeah, man. Like Exorcist it took me like, like almost 25 years to watch that movie. No, I, I, like I like them if they're actually scary. So my wife loves scary movies. Okay. Like when we go to movie theater, she's like, oh, is there a scary movie we can watch? And I usually skip over them because they're usually so tacky. Right, right. And so you usually like find one that's like it, it, it's awesome. Like the most recent, like I remember we went to go see Paranormal Activity off like off a whim we were already at the movie theater we yeah yeah to watch we decided to go watch that like when the first one came out and that was awesome okay but it's like a little bit different like i like movies like that more original than anything instead of yeah, 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 yeah. like i don't i don't care if it's like super gory okay it just needs to have a good story right right well guys i think uh that'll be a good point yeah man uh, before I got to get my boy another beer. <laughs> He's only two in, man. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, bro, congratulations. Absolutely, you, man. Your dad, Nathan. Yes. Uh, yes. It's an adventure, man. Um, we got to make see sure you do things right. Make sure you know how to raise your child. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Hold that bottle at a 45-degree yeah, angle. 45 yeah, 45-degree angle. <laughs> the diaper, make sure you, 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 you flex the knees to make sure you get all the poop out. You know what I mean? <laughs> Get a potty, squ- that, a squatty that potty. That might be an actual good tip. I don't know. I might have to try that one. <laughs> no, that is a tip. You bring uh, their knees all the way to their chest so you can finish squeezing everything out. Like oh, this kid. Especially if they're colicky, like if you want to help them squeeze it out, that's that, that's a technique to speak. I don't think I need to. This yeah. kid. All right. So you he's know a healthy he, shitter. Oh, he, he tries to get everything out in one push. Like you see him turn red and he just goes, duh. Oh, he does it for time. Out. All right. Nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> one push. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, so, man. No, but hey, man, it's the best. It really is, man. Um, and I ho- hope you and your wife enjoy him. And, yes. Uh, and he brings us a lot of joy. And if there's a little brother or sister coming down the way, oh, dude, don't do it. Don't do it. Okay. Cool. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's the brotherly <laughs> advice that we know. <laughs> 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 about a year and a half, two years. Don't. Don't do it. Just don't do it, man. Don't do it, man. Remember, right now, it's easy to find a babysitter or someone to take care of one kid. Oof. When you call with two, they're like, uh, <laughs> we have something to do with the weekend. <laughs> yeah. Are both of them going to be there? Yeah. Or, oh, <laughs> no, I can't do it. <laughs> oh, I just cleaned the floor. <laughs> Anyways, we hope everybody got a little bit of a, a perspective, of a, a male perspective of being fathers or, and, and kind of our point of view of, uh, of going into uh, fatherhood or not wanting to maybe. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we hope you guys enjoy that. Thank you so much for being with us today, Kevin. Oh, thanks Absolutely, brother. Uh, all right, guys. Well, that's it for us today. I think we got it, man. See you next time. Peace.